0: So I'm Lindsay Register from The Walking Dead and Stick. You're listening to Below the Belt Show. And if you're lucky, maybe I'll buy you a sandwich.
1: The Below the Belt Show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down.
2: here don't say that never say that coonies never say die wax on
1: wax off
2: no.
3: Yeah, that's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTV. Below the belt, i mother effing house. I'm your host, Al Soda, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host for the most, here for your weekly eargasm. Guys, we have an incredible show from top to bottom, guys. I hand-selected this panel to be on the show because specifically of our featured call-in guest, because we're all fans of this show. But let's go ahead and introduce the room, starting with, that's right, he is the man with the calming presence. He is the prince of comic book pop culture.
4: <laughs> you always have to add a um, uh, an additional uh, adjective to that. Yes, the prince, yes. Because at first it was the prince of pop, pop culture, culture. And then... Because I don't know a lot about most normal pop culture.
3: It's <laughs> the, more specified yeah, to comic culture.
4: I'm much more of a niche guy.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, guys, he is Mike the General Zaz.
4: So great to be here. You know, when you say, when you introduce yourself as Celebrity Soto, yes. every once in a while, I think... Oh, did he say celebrity Sodor? And then we're going to be talking about Thomas the Tank Engine all night.
3: <laughs> and, but that doesn't happen. That reference went completely over my head, General. Another obscure <laughs> reference. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, let's go ahead and introduce back. He couldn't get enough of last week, but I have a feeling why he's back this week, guys. Yeah, it's coming. He is B2B's own <laughs> resident from the U.S. Marine Corps. Right. He is the
5: Captain Big Dick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your cat that's speaking. Thank you for flying Air B We're going to be expecting a bumpy ride, so keep your feet belt... Your God damn it. <laughs> your seat belt <laughs> fucking fastened. And your feet, too. And keep your, feet your fucking too. feet
1: where they're supposed to
5: yeah. be. Your seat backs forward, and your tray table's in their <laughs> upright and locked position.
4: You know, I, I was thinking about getting a feet belt. God damn a yeah, feet right. belt? Yeah. You know, yeah. technically, when Not you tie your shoes... care about their feet.
5: Exactly. If you have shoelaces on, technically, that is a foot belt. That is true. Because it keeps wow. your shoes on. Captain, have you mind been drinking from the airport here. mini bar? What's that?
3: <laughs> have you been drinking from the airplane mini bar?
5: I might have been. Okay. <laughs> it cost me $27, and I got two tiny little bottles of vodka.
3: <laughs> and let's go ahead and introduce rounding out the panel. He is the once and future king, the last Numenorean. He is one true knight, Martin Lopez.
1: Good to be back on the air, y'all.
3: Good to have yeah. you back, Martin.
1: And the main topic of tonight's show is armorers and armor, so I should be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. Just so, fine.
3: Like I said, I handpicked t- tonight's panel because our featured guest tonight, guys, she's from our favorite show on Disney+, Plus. probably the only thing we've even watched on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh,
5: I did watch Frozen the other
3: day. Okay, that's fair. But yeah. anyways... Guys, we all love The Mandalorian here in studio. And I also
4: really like the Silver Surfer cartoon. That's yeah, that's,
2: oh, okay.
3: that's, that's a good for,
5: one. That's and on I, Disney+. I, Plus. Actually, Gargoyles is on Disney+. Plus. Okay. We can elaborate more so, if we watch on Disney+. Plus. Actually, okay.
3: when my uh, nephew was in town last week, we watched uh, Marvel Superheroes. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, okay. There you yeah. go. Marvel Superheroes Adventures. But
4: is that the, uh, like, really kiddie version
3: of Marvel? Exactly. Okay. Like, five-minute long... Uh, mm-hmm. Um, very short videos, but nonetheless, it's the we best are Star, Star Wars. Fine, we watch more than this show, but it's this is the best part. About this the
5: is Plus. the it, honestly, I got Disney Plus for the Mandalorian. Yes, that's right, the Mandalorian guys. I, honestly,
1: I really think that's the only point. Like, not not to be a hater, but this is what this is what Disney Plus throws at you. Mandalorian, great show. Great show, and then. A bunch of movies you've already, already seen a hundred times mm-hmm. thirty years ago, yep. and then a whole bunch of icons that say "man, are more shows coming soon." That's, yeah. what, that's what Disney Plus is. <laughs> that's yeah, like, what it is. I want to go watch Black
5: Panther. No, nope, but it's not yeah, streaming here yeah, yet. Yeah, no, like yeah. I wasn't. But watch the trailer.
1: Yeah, no, but, yeah. and they're gonna like, they're like, we're making new shows. We promise. Right. I can't believe, like, you know, Disney has been very successful lately, but I can't believe they launched an entire streaming service. Without fucking content, without shows, there's nothing to watch. Other than the movies you've already <laughs> seen. Other you know, the stuff we've, we've watched, watched a million, million th- times. Th- th- they're relying th-
5: on nostalgia. That's yeah. what they're doing. This
1: stuff you can grab on You can grab on YouTube, right? So like, yeah. what if, what if? Can you imagine Netflix without any Netflix original <laughs> content? Like, one, who would yeah. give a
5: fuck? <laughs> you would have Friends in the office, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Like, the the whole point <laughs> of a streaming service is right.
3: original content. It's the only thing they don't yeah. have. Well, guys, I am happy to announce a special guest. From our favorite show on Disney Plus, and probably the only show that Martin watches on Disney Plus, uh, The Mandalorian. She plays the, the armorer, guys. The yeah. female Mandalorian actress Emily Swallow. Yeah, buddy. Will be our guest on Below the Belt show. She's also represented by my good buddy Mike Leota of, um, uh, formerly True, uh, True Public Relations, now um, created his own PR company called PR Machine. PR machine, which I actually even like that title a little better. PR machine. He's a PR um, machine. And if you uh, were a part of last week's show, if you listened to last week's show, which is actually on now, um, we interviewed the amazing um, actor named Louie Ozawa.
5: Yep. from Lou, Hunters. Louis, ha- cool.
3: Have you watched any more episodes of? I haven't Hunters? had the opportunity, okay.
5: but I do want to.
3: So when. I mentioned, uh, well, when Mike mentioned Louis Ozawa, which is awesome because it's a great show.
5: He's also on Predators, which is where I know him from.
3: I was like, Mike, why haven't you offered Emily Swallow on Below the Belt Show?
5: Yeah. You know?
3: Well, <laughs> so, asking you so shall here receive. We are, here we are, guys. Uh, so that's not it, guys. Uh, also, um, from our friends over at M Public Relations, they mm-hmm. present one of the um, recurring actors. I didn't get that. You didn't you get that? One <laughs> of the recurring actors Fuckin from rugen. *Chilling <laughs> Adventures of Sabrina* on Netflix, guys. Tyler Cotton, who plays Melvin, will be calling in to *Below the Belt* show yeah, as right.
5: well. All right. Who's coming in first? Do we know?
3: Uh, we have us. Uh, we have our feature guest Emily Swallow. Oh yeah. First, yes. Okay, cool. And um, ending the program, more Sundance Film Festival exclusive on-location interviews. Uh, for *On Demand Man* listeners, we present actress. Naomi Grossman, if you don't know the name, she's been on American Horror Story as the character of Pepper. Uh, Pepper is the slightly deformed um, character that you might remember from Freak Show and Asylum on, on American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. She's a very attractive woman, but she puts all on the prosthetics and makes herself look really, really... That's not real? Really scared. No, it's not real. I yet. had no clue it wasn't real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Google no Naomi Grossman. You'll see clue. side. You'll see side by side photos of her character and stuff. Um, but I got to talk to her at Sundance Film Festival. So, um, um, that's closing out tonight's show, guys. It's an incredible show, man. It, it really All is. All star lineup. All star lineup, as we do every week here on Below the Belt Show. So, without further ado, let's uh, throw out some Hollywood headlines.
1: It is time for the Hollywood Report. That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. Out, the of the babies, always complaining,
2: always complaining.
3: Woo! All right, guys. All right. Here we are. Here we are, guys. Lots of stuff going Talking on. Talking about stuff this and week. Things. Have a cookie. Please help yourself some more cookies.
4: We have cookies. I do loves me some cookies.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, let's start with them. Like I guess, you know, there's. Little by little, every week, there's more and more news about um, the Batman. Um,
5: yeah. Oh, I saw. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. this yeah, yeah, yeah. is
3: the um, Batmobile. Yes. Uh, have
5: I am least? digging I'm totally you digging like it. like the new Batmobile? Yeah. Little, I do.
4: It looks like a Lamborghini
5: Countach. Coompo- and it's got bit. fins yeah. on it. And they yeah, put
2: fins back it on
4: looks, it. I am digging it.
5: You're I'm digging, dig- it? Digging yeah. it? I'm digging this whole new vibe. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited.
3: Yep, so director Matt Reeves revealed the official first look of the Batmobile on Twitter. And um, the vehicle appears to be an enhanced version of the standard muscle car with an exposed rear engine and a few cosmetic flourishes to the exterior.
4: I think it actually grounds the movie a little bit more when it doesn't look at
5: like Val Kilmer's Batmobile, yeah, too spacey, too, um, or, and yeah. it doesn't,
4: and it also doesn't too look futuristic. like a tank driving it. Like in Gotham Christian City. Bale's, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Dark Knight. Yeah.
5: Though I totally dug the Tumbler. The Tumbler was pretty badass.
3: It was, but
5: it it's not. It wasn't the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it was just a black tank. But you're right. It is a departure from what we've seen before.
4: Yeah, um, and it kind of grounds it a little more because mm-hmm. they're talking about how this version of Batman is supposed to be. More about like uh, you know him as a detective, yeah, and um,
5: he doesn't have all of Wayne Enterprises R and D department, exactly. You know,
3: so someone had posted today like who should play Joker in this new Batman trilogy, and I was like, dude, Joaquin won an Oscar. Okay, so I know before you chime in and say it's a different universe, why? But is it it a different universe? Do
5: we know that yet? But
3: Why couldn't Joaquin be? A supervillain way into his probably 70s as Doesn't, an enemy of it, Batman against the Rob Pattinson mm-hmm. and Batman, tie it all together because Joker was such a frickin' hit, why do we need a new no- Joker? Because now we're dealing with three recent mm-hmm. Jokers if they cast a new Joker think, for this new Batman film.
5: I think if there was going to be anybody to play against Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, I think R- Patterson could do it.
4: You think
3: so?
5: I think so. Because he's strange enough.
4: Well, does he have the... Like, I haven't seen The Lighthouse,
5: so... I haven't, yeah. Yeah. haven't either. Yeah. I haven't either, but...
3: Well, would you impose because Joker? I guess timeline-wise, if it takes place in the '70s, which is what Joker seemed like it would take place.
5: It was it was like '79,
3: '80, '81. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was the art deco little browns and the oranges.
5: Well, I Uh, mean, I think
4: what they went for, what they went for more was like this kind of, you know, how like a lot of movies will uh, Mm -hmm. you can't really tell what time period it's from, like the The TV show Legion was really, really good at that. Where yeah. a lot of it Gotham looked like it was like that too. Yeah,
3: on Fox. Yeah, where yeah. a
4: lot of it like looked like it could be in like the mid '60s. Then you know people were having cell phones and computers.
5: Right, And then Legion. so good. Yeah, yeah, it was. But with with Joker, they. I mean, I feel like I could tell just from like the cars and the, and I don't know.
3: Yeah, so it was, so like, late kind of 70s, shit. early it felt 80s. felt like late 70s, early 80s, yeah. So let's say, like, Joaquin's character was, like, 30-something, uh, 40-something. Yeah. So if he'd you fast-forward to, to, to the current, he'll be, like, in 60s or 70s, yeah. right? But let me ask um, you this question. So
5: Do we know if this Batman takes place current, or is that also going to be...
3: So if they if they do decide to go with the 70s then it, yeah. it really can't tie into is the it, modern Is DCEU. It, is it DCEU yeah. like the have they I said I don't think that's that's it can't be think
5: it can't be DCEU, can't be DCEU. DCEU. No but I love the tie-in. No. Here's, what I, here's what I think no, the thing is Snyder's I DCEU, DCEU yeah. is dead man yeah. here, here, oh. Here's and So, here's, so you
4: think Birds of Prey was like the last gasp of I th- I think they're going a new Suicide Squad movie I mean just like
5: Joker wasn't part of DCEU they're going a totally different direction with it Well yes you're right
3: Birds of Prey did reference everything that happened in the to build a team yeah. That people cared about
5: exactly. Right? Like,
1: yeah. And here's the thing: uh, I know that people love tie-ins, and I think that a lot of people agree with you in that they like continuity. Right. Joaquin wasn't the Joker. He he didn't that movie's not what that's about right it's that's the becoming you really don't see Joaquin perform as the, the joker, joker right? until the that, very that, very end that film ends until and the we end. we yeah. literally get 30 seconds of him standing up but that means if they do carry him on the role you'd see something different you wouldn't see the same thing, like what he did a great job of portraying was the broken man that was becoming this other entity, right? Actually, but that's it's, good, yeah. it's not right. him. So he would literally have to create a new Joker anyway, if he wanted to continue playing the role, because he'd have to create this full-on, and it's a different dude than the guy he was still had feelings, still had emotions, still had regrets, still cared about his mom, none of that is inside the actual Joker. Right. So okay. these are different things.
3: That that that's a good point, mm-hmm. but again I because I, I like what M C U has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I would like DC to follow suit. You're not the only if one who wants it. You're not yeah, I mean, I, I would love if for that to be the case. Right. But it's, within DC, it's just
5: like you know the problem with the DCU is that they haven't been able to find the right foundation. Right. Yeah. You know, like, and they haven't. They don't have a single person in charge of creating the universe. You know, they right. like, and they Marvel don't have had. Kevin, well, that's who. They don't have that's Kevin Feige. Z-
4: that's who Zack Snyder was supposed to be. Right.
5: right. He was supposed <laughs> to be, but it fell through, and then they gave it to fucking Joss Whedon of all horrible people. Yeah. You know, that dude had his time. Well, yeah.
4: Joss yeah. Whedon had. The, I mean, he, he, was, he, he had, had the chops that he could have. He yeah. absolutely
5: could,
1: but and it's not like they didn't have stuff to build on, right? Yeah. Like they knocked Wonder Woman out of the park. They did. They cast the shit out of Aquaman. And the sequel will yeah. tie into the, yeah. the first film. Uh, yeah. like you know, not completely f- so the MCU wasn't
5: completely dead per se, but well, it no, it didn't, it's not didn't, that didn't
1: that have percent. to be. But like, yeah, they, they really fell short with Justice League, right? Yeah, they did. And then like you know, people seem to be split on Cavill. You got people that love, and then people that really didn't mind seeing him go. Uh, same thing with the, the the Batman thing. Nobody was really big on the Flash, but like parts of that team, people were like, "Fuck yeah, that's who that is."
2: Yeah,
4: yeah, I agree. I mean, you don't really know enough about the uh, Ezra Miller Flash, really. To uh, did you like it? Mm-hmm. That's I wasn't
1: that. That right there. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I them. love. I that's love the Flash TV I thought shows, it would have been, so it like, been It's it would have been a baller move to see it. In but, yeah, a, but good point. But but this is what this is why we pay millions of dollars hundreds of millions sometimes right like you want to go see your character and if they're going to make the content that you care about you want to see me like yes that's it so anytime you sit in that chair and your response is
3: ah that means something went wrong yep.
4: yeah yeah that's a good point yeah, yeah.
3: So other movies include J.J. Abrams' uh, Bad Robot uh, production. That guy's still making movies. Still no making movies. He's Still making movies. No te- kidding. He's Who team with that War- kid. Go. He's ter- team with Warner Brothers, incidentally, which actually owns these. They
5: things. haven't crucified him after Rise of Skywalker. Uh, no, they
3: have not. But he's actually. Like was a
2: good film. He, he, it.
3: <laughs> oh man. Well, that's for another time. But, yeah. Uh, another
5: time and place. Yeah.
3: yeah. We. Uh, he's developing a new uh, supernatural thriller called The Pinkerton. Okay. Um.
5: It will be Good the title. first
3: original film project for Bad Robot under a five-year mega robot. deal that J.J. Abrams signed with Warner Bros. So as you know, DC... Hopefully he has a
5: plan for all the movies uh, he is wants it, is to it
3: make. He's he one of of under Warner, if he, okay. Okay. Yeah. right? So he could be doing some DC stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah, correct me. I'm curious about this. Is he the first director that has been signed to like multi film deals cuz i don't so know if anybody before cuz it happened more than once now like Lucas people are like film, people are locking Warner him for like Brothers. listen we are going to need the next 5 movies out of
5: you and that's a yeah. lot well i think they learned a lot <laughs> right. Right. A, going back to the disney trilogy of star wars yeah. i think th- i think they might have learned their lesson from that i think you're right and you know it would have been a much smarter move to have you can't
1: play
4: jj abrams
5: signed on for all three movies and it probably would have solved a lot of problems you can oh find, find you God, can find right? on the internet
4: jj yeah, yeah. abrams J.J. Abrams was originally supposed to reboot Superman. That's right, I remember that. And uh, you can find on the internet the script that they were going to use for it. Mm -hmm. And... A lot of people didn't like it, (laughs) (laughs) I will say that. Because it had one of the things where it turned out Lex Luthor was also a Kryptonian. Oh, yeah. I would would,
3: be shit a brick. Yeah, (laughs) that was the thing that a lot of people (laughs) hated about that. (laughs) So the Pinkerton um, logline is under wraps. However, it's about the Pinkerton (laughs) (laughs) National Detective (laughs) (laughs) Agency, which was established in the U.S. by Alan Pinkerton in Mm -hmm.
5: 1850. So I wonder if it's going to be like a... 1850 period piece. What do they call that? Like a fucking... What the heck? I'm having a brain fart Pink here. Panther? No, no, no. Probably no. not Pink Panther. <laughs> uh, Describe not, it. Not P- cyberpunk, but with the... With steampunk. Steampunk. steam-punk. steam-punk. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to yeah. have like a steampunk no. theme play. Well, yeah. I mean... Thank you. You Pink- know what Pinker- I was talking Pinkerton about. Pinkerton implies...
1: You know, Steampunk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I
5: think that would be kind of Cause cool. Cause You got cool. Because it's going
1: to yeah. take place yeah, yeah. in, like,
4: uh, presumably, like, the mid-to-late 1800s. Yeah, it's, but it's J.J. Yeah. Abrams, I, I so it'll have, like a, yeah. 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 So it. like, a sci-fi supernatural yeah, bent to it. One of the
1: best indies I was in was Steampunk, and I loved that shit. Yeah, Costumes right? were great. It was oh, super yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, dude. a spaceship and a horse for oh, no good reason. Space Western. I'm all about it. Whipped out my pistol, fired off some laser shots. Oh, that pistol. Good. Yeah.
3: Nice. Uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and Malk Wal- Wahlberg will be teaming up uh, for Sony's Uncharted adaptation. This is fresh, and also joining will be Antonio Banderas, oh, cool. who's oh. fresh off his first Oscar nomination. Yeah. yeah.
1: Dude's so fucking talented. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, he, like He'll he, always be Desperado for me. Oh, totally, yeah. right? He's, he's top five for me, man. He's so talented.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so it's about Nathan Drake, a treasure hunter who oh journeys that. across yeah, yeah. the world to
5: uncover Drake. various historical mysteries. Wait a minute, Antonio Banderas is, gonna, is in the new Uncharted.
3: Yes. Oh snap! He's joining Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. All three of them are in this. I game.
5: wonder if Wahlberg like do you any have any guys played the video games? I played the video yeah. games. Yeah. I I've wonder played. if uh, this guy <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully. Then you think well, then who's playing Drake? Tom Holland. Isn't, too young. Isn't a badge, he a little right? young for that? Yeah, that's well, a <laughs> thing. Well, the first game, he's, he's supposed to be pounds. like in his early twenties. That's the thing. But he's yeah. not supposed to be ninety pounds. Well, no. He's, he's, he's he gotta doesn't. be able to climb and shit.
4: Yeah. I mean, when you see him as Spider-Man, does he look like he's ninety pounds? Spider-Man
1: is supposed to be a little guy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man's a very little guy. <laughs> that's kind of what Tom Holland does, you know, he climbs but around and like shit and
1: flips. Uncharted, the guy's doing flips over cars and pulling out double. Guns what does Spider Man do. Holland do this
2: shit?
3: <laughs> Uh, so, new trailers uh, include uh, Disney's adaptation of the fantasy no- novel, Artemis Fowl. I, don't know if anyone
5: I haven't it. checked out that.
3: I haven't seen it. The trailer is really dope. My well, yeah, son I'll
4: was see. just talking about so how he wants to see that
1: movie.
3: There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know what that is. I haven't even heard of it. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's uh, the title character becomes a hero out on a mission to save his father while battling some trolls in nifty green sunglasses. Okay. Right? Um, so, also starring is. Was is it kind of like *They
5: Live*, but it's Disney?
3: <laughs> I guess that's interesting. Uh, Colin Farrell, Josh Gad, Judy Dench, Fredia Shaw. So there you go. Are right, in that cast?
5: Man, Josh Gad is really in that, in that Disney. Uh, He's really got his foot in that Disney, Disney yeah, movie. Um, yeah yeah
3: umbrella right yeah yeah, yeah.
5: yeah he was got, supposed he got to initiated be cheated into
1: the cult got like you know beat in and yeah man <laughs> got his group tattoo and shit. Yep. Josh Gad was supposed
4: to be the mastermind behind the Muppets remake, which oh, I would have I did really not enjoyed. know that I would have I would have saw it. I would have really enjoyed that, but That'd that cool. but but <laughs> apparently that project's dead. So uh, no, it too it bothered
1: too many people.
4: It was a great <laughs> concept.
3: This is not Disney, but this is an animated feature. Giant monsters competing in a professional wrestling. Um, for the film called Rumble.
1: What was it like Pixar?
3: Yeah. Well, it's not it Pixar. It sounds like a video game.
4: Yeah. There's um, like a video game that does that, isn't there? Beast Wars? Yeah.
5: No, no. I mean, the city. one where they're climbing the, the, the well, that's buildings. R- that's Rampage. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But it's
4: I mean, like, rampage. specifically giant monsters doing, like, pro wrestling.
3: Uh, it's not Pixar, Martin. It's actually Paramount Pictures. Paramount okay. You know, Pictures, you know, okay. They're a line of animated films. All right. so. Um, so, but, but it is, like, animated, It right? is animated,
1: yes. Right yes but not Pixar. Sounds entertaining, man. I'll see that. Yeah, man.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, like Sonic. I do still want to see Sonic, regardless. I know it's uh, still... Uh, doing I right heard it was good. I heard
5: Sonic was good. Any you guys see Sonic? I didn't see Sonic. I heard it was good, though. got to check it out. Yeah, buddy.
3: Uh, Candyman trailer was uh, just dropped. This is for the... Really? Uh, the Jordan Peele... Um, uh, version right. of Candyman. I love. Right? I love the original, original Candy Have you seen the trailer for That is a one?
4: fantastic
6: movie. Okay, but
4: Candy Man.
3: Say five <laughs> times from the mirror. So uh.
4: I haven't seen the trailer yet, though. But Jordan Peele. Dope, Jordan yeah. Peele. I mean, he's done he's no just, wrong so yeah, far. Yeah, he's crushing it. Yeah, yeah.
3: In the hard genre he really has. Yeah, yeah. He really has.
5: Yeah, he's kind of found his niche. Yeah. Yeah. So he he
3: co-wrote the script, uh, but director Nia De Costa will be. Um, I believe directing it.
5: Um, yeah, also, yeah, she's directing it.
3: Yeah, also Coleman Domingo from *Fear the Walking Dead* is starring in it, along with Yaha Abdul Mateen II. Um, you know him as the Black Manta in the Aquaman movie. Will also be in it as well. Um, so, so
5: going back to Candyman real quick, can I give you a little, yes. a fun little Captain tidbit? Yes. So my uncle wrote *Candyman: Farewell to the Flesh*. Excuse me. Yeah. Mm.
3: Yeah. Your uncle? Whoa. Yeah. You're related Rand to ravage. the Candyman f- franchise?
1: Uh, apparently. You've been holding out on us, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah No, yeah.
3: dude. You know
1: you got yeah, actors yeah. in studio. What the hell? He made it in, like, 95. <laughs> <laughs>
5: now, granted, I haven't talked to the guy in, oh, like, that 20 years.
3: Oh, it. strange, yeah?
5: Yeah, it's strange. Oh, but yeah, let's yeah. make some phone calls. I thought that I would share <laughs> I that little sense. name drop.
3: <laughs> uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Diana Ross's daughter, is mm-hmm. playing a, uh, I guess, a, sen- a superstar sensation singer. Um, which N- named is Diana not a far stretched because Diana Ross is yep. a, that superstar as well. Kind of like
5: O'Shea Jackson Jr. playing his dad. That, yep,
3: yep, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this film also stars Dakota Johnson, Calvin Harrison Jr., um, Ice Cube, Senior. There not, you go, not, not, not Senior. The,
5: not O'Shea Jr. Yep. and Bill Pullman. Bill um, Pullman? Nice. Yeah, Bill Pullman. <laughs> Out of <laughs> nowhere. Yeah. I love hearing good that Good for you, name. Bill Pullman. He sort of Pullman. like resurrected his career on the back end, yeah. right? He, like, he tried it, with Independence Day and they're like, nah.
1: But he always, <laughs> he still plays that guy, right? In yeah. the center and everything. He's just like some grizzled, salty old dude that can't walk great. Just, you know. Yeah.
5: Good for you, Bill Pullman. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so it looks pretty good. Um, So in New York City, I got treated to a sneak peek uh, part of the SAG Foundation. Of the feature film Swallow. That's right. Which dude, guys, it's gonna. Did uh, it make you faint? i fears now. A woman has actually fainted from watching. The did you? Film. Did you faint? I personally really? didn't faint, but I definitely cringed when you kind of felt with along with the rest of the audience. when Ooh. She
2: this, swallows the, the thing. The
3: protagonist would swallow inanimate or unedible type of objects. Yeah. Starting with something as Oh, it's like an obsession or something. It's a sickness and mental illness. Actually. Uh, yeah. Um. She would start with like. Something, what does she have to like go like bigger mob- and bigger? No, she doesn't actually, uh, well... Because
1: I, I got jokes.
3: Well, technically she does because she's pregnant. That's where the problem is. Uh, she don't know if she's, while well, she's ingesting these... Matchbox cars these
5: and These pointy shit. things, that, she's yeah. poking pointy a fetus. things.
3: I'm talking about thumbtacks, yeah. uh, marbles, oh. uh, even oh. a double-A battery. Oh. Why? Ay. Just, just she gets some, 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 some sense yeah. of pleasure. all right.
1: If it's a psychological uh, thing, they, they don't, you know... Yeah, it's called... brain's The illness
3: is called pica.
4: Yeah, there's. Um, if
3: you haven't seen it yet, yeah,
4: right. it was really prevalent. Data's here's here's some here's yeah, some David's nerdy ass pika. trivia David's for yeah. you. Mars Mars got
3: something they can yeah. swallow. Yeah,
4: here's some nerdy ass trivia That's for the you. the name of it. It was well. really yeah. that that condition. Pika pika. Is it pika
3: or pika? I could I could be. I right. think it's
4: pika. That's really prevalent in like places like Appalachia. Like what? there's a lot of people that had that. And right. like yeah. I need I need
1: a. a, a a ballpark on really prevalent like how okay, what percentage okay. are we talking <laughs> well, about I mean, like what qualifies as really prevalent well
4: it's not like <laughs> it's not
5: like half the people there have it okay. but, it's,
4: but it's a higher rate of people than in All right. like, general society All right. I'm more comfortable with a much higher rate <laughs> And and really like brilliant. culturally, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a custom there that they would people would like kind of suck on pebbles and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking weird. It's weird as shit. Yes, I know.
3: And then um, <laughs> and,
4: and people would start swallowing well, it, them. It's
3: crazy, guys. It has a heck of a twist at the end, guys. It's, it's, it definitely pulls on your heartstrings and um, pulls on your nausea strings.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: So um, definitely, is all kinds of emotions going on. Um, Very, uh, very bizarre, but enjoyable film. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's a thriller with a love story, with a really serious drama. Uh, all all bowled into one, man. It's it's just insane. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I won't go into more of it because this is, we're going to spoiler territory. Um, I do want to see The Invisible Man. It's uh, number one at the box office. With yeah, no, that's good. Surprising, you. you already saw it, Martin. What, what, what well, no, I just,
1: uh, the coming attractions just look oh, yeah. entertaining, right? But yeah. you know what's funny is like this is like their third shot at the Invisible Man, yeah. and like none of them are anything like the novel. But yeah. you know what is fine. But like what cracks me up is every time they <laughs> reboot attempt, this film. Wow. All they have the invisible guy do is like creep on his ex.
4: Haven't they ever done? Yeah. They haven't. They haven't done a
5: faithful to the novel. Oh, not even close. What about? Well, the no, che- I know that because the they invisible did man. man
1: with, uh, with
4: Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Right. What yeah. about, the
5: when, what about yeah. the when Chevy Chase was invisible? Does that one count?
4: Diary of an Invisible Man. Is that that one? Yeah. Well, no, that's just I don't a think guy being invisible. That's just, invisible. Yeah. Not but creeping like, on his exes. Okay but yeah. like but like the whole thing um isn't isn't this supposed to be part of that like monster cinematic universe that they kept trying to do at Paramount the,
5: like what Trump, what Tom Cruise was trying to do yeah oh, oh I, did, I didn't i didn't hear this the monster
3: universe like,
2: a, like a, um, yeah well like the one universal was trying to make a monster universe yeah monster yeah. Universe, okay, yeah. yeah that's yeah. A clever idea. cuz it was uh, yeah. well yeah. yeah they've been yeah, trying to do like that for a long time
5: except you know they did the mummy with Tom Cruise was supposed to be part of that and it's Oh. And then they yeah.
4: also they also had like a wolfman movie that started Benicio Del Delta. That
5: was actually good. Okay.
4: And but I don't um, think that was
5: included in that, oh, that was new it? universe un, Universal universe. Oh, okay. Cause that because that one came out in like two thousand, what two thousand nine, two thousand ten, probably something like that. that was but surreal. like,
4: but I remember like in that in that Tom Cruise mummy movie, like Russell Crowe plays a character that's supposed to be like Doctor Dr. Jekyll. Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, yeah. and no, he uh, was Doctor
5: Jekyll.
2: and Mr. Hyde Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I always
1: I, that makes so much. Sense. I was trying to figure out why they would sneak Jekyll and Hyde into the back end of a mummy movie. It didn't make sense at all to me, and because, now like if you're no. trying
2: to because be like, universal okay, cinematic universe, cinematic universe. That universe. It, just, yeah. it
1: seems such a left turn. I'm like,
3: why? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, this, like a, so you're gonna have like uh, closing credit scenes, yeah. yeah, just to kind of keep the uh, yeah. And then the, and then they gotta bring in Frankenstein in. and Wolfman yeah. yeah. and
1: yeah. Then right at right at the end, Frankenstein gets knocked out by Dracula. Uh, and right. like, oh, I've been here the whole the, time,
5: fucking creature yeah from the black lagoon
3: or some shit. Sonic still holding strong, second place at the box office, third place. Call of the Wild apparently didn't do great at the box office, but still holding okay.
5: Yeah, they spent all that money on a fucking CGI on a dog. A CGI man. dog
3: and a CGI Of um, all the things you don't need to CGI, is a the dog, dog the most
5: trainable yeah. animal ever. That's <laughs>
1: <Yes. laughs> exactly where my brain was going, I right? Know, why do they have <laughs> man, to do, do that, know dude? To because they dogs. wanted
5: the dog to have a facial expression when they uh, wanted it yeah,
1: to. Yeah, be like, looks sad. Mm, like, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it, it clear?
4: Because they're laundering money.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that's clearly. Exactly really, wouldn't it, it
3: cost is? millions more? It,
5: it they I made I think they made like 40 million or something like that, and, but their uh, budget was like 120 million or something. Yeah, it was.
3: It's considered it was a flop, bad. even though it, it was was a still a tops the box office. Yeah. Um, Harrison hero, Ford got paid. That's all you worry about. My Hero Academia pulling in the fourth place and still in the top five. It's been like for a couple months already. Bad Boys for Life still strong. Bad Boys great
2: for felt. Life hanging in that there, a man. Great film. Yeah. Felt. I was
1: laughing my ass off, man. So it it's so worth funny. seeing? I oh, was like, totally. kind of on the fence Dude, about it's, it's, seeing. Yeah. it's great. It's so entertaining. I like, I mean, one it, yeah. let me qualify, great. Like, Shakespeare, it is not. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> as far as entertainment goes, oh, fuck Is yeah. it
4: better than Bad Boys 2? Because I did not like Bad Boys 2.
5: How could you not like yeah, Bad I, Boys 2? Yeah, I, I was really
1: liked Bad Boys 2. Really? I, I, I thought it was funnier. I'm not sure it was okay. a better movie. It was funnier. Okay, okay, that's yeah. fair. Bad we Boys 2 that. is my favorite. I really liked Bad Boys a lot. Yeah, I like Bad Boys a lot, too. But, like... The, the 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 return to the jokes man like they and, you know, A lot of that's probably Martin Lawrence and Will Smith Now sort of like, you know, very well established They don't got to prove anything But mm-hmm. damn, the comedic timing Like mm-hmm. the stuff they looped in some other stuff cool. And there was plenty of like cheesy generational stuff That, you know, like you get like some stunts and whatever Was and blah, there an blah, O.J. Blah.
5: Simpson joke somewhere in there?
1: <laughs> Maybe I missed it, I'm <laughs> <Okay>. sure <laughs> But like, no, the humor in that shit was hilarious I think I gotta check it out, man like, All I right, to I mean, it. I'll check it, it out, out. Facial right. expressions, yeah, just, oh, it's good We'll check it out
3: Martin Lawrence hadn't done a film in a long time, so he comes back, I guess, strong in this one, right?
5: Yeah. yeah. Right,
1: also mm-hmm. a little hefty. Our boy's packing some extra yeah, meat yeah. around the midsection. <laughs> one
5: boy's in his 50s, man. He doesn't yeah. have to do nothing. I get
1: it, but, you know. <laughs> he's,
5: got, he's got his Martin money. He's good. Yeah. He's,
1: he's good. Hey, hey yeah. I'm, I'm always supporting a fellow Martin. I'm hey, just hey. saying. You know, oh. people, people comment on the internet. I just, yeah. you know, I don't like getting him. Yeah. I hear him Aww. get shit for the weight.
3: Haters man. You do that. you, Martin Lawrence. But you're right, uh, Big Nick, um about Call of the Wild. It yeah. made only forty five million in the US.
5: That was good. That that um, was just imbe- seventy
3: nine globally. So okay. But yeah, it cost between two hundred and fifty million to two hundred and seventy five million dollars. Oh okay. Million. Holy shit. Yeah. Needs to make sorry, it needs to make two hundred fifty Two hundred seventy-five million
5: to break even. That's that an expensive. Holy so really yeah.
4: cow! There yeah. are some. There yeah. are some executives. That, that, that's that right a Lord right of the
1: Rings level budget
4: right yeah. there, man.
3: Yeah. Shit. Yeah. All for a
5: CGI dog. They could have saved millions of dollars. That's why I'm Brown thinking. Road.
4: That's why I'm thinking. That money went somewhere I mean, else. Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that went to... into
5: Harrison Ford's pocket. Yeah,
4: yeah. they're
5: like, because we want Harrison Ford for it. It'll it cost like, you two hundred million like dollars. A
3: green screen often too.
5: It They filmed all of it in Pomona. They didn't film any of it in Alaska. Lame. Yeah, that, it's like a
3: Tommy
1: Wiseau situation where you just get some crazy dude with endless (laughs) funds. They're like, no, (laughs) we do it this way. (laughs) No, I'll I'll have a CGI dog. We (laughs) We'll (laughs) train actual dog. We'll put CGI dog over actual dog.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Mark. You're tearing me (laughs)
5: apart. Lisa, you're tearing me (laughs) (laughs)
3: apart. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh. You hey guys, if you haven't, haven't seen, seen like Tommy Vizzo, Call of the Wild, directed by Tommy Wiseau, yeah,
4: haven't <laughs> oh <my. laughs> haven't haven't talked Tommy Wiseau in a long time. Oh, that man is a
1: treasure. <laughs> far overdue. Yeah. that's why you bring me on the show. Yeah, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, the Tribeca lineup has been announced. It's uh, one of the feature films of the Tribeca Film Festival. Is Judd Apatow's new movie, The King of Staten Island, which is among the selections. Um, yeah, the the entire. Um, of all both documentaries, feature length films has been announced. No reason to go through all of them because we don't really know much about the films yet, but I hope to be in attendance as part of click, click on this for the uh, Try Back There film was films. a
4: time <laughs> where I was really looking forward to all Jud- Judd Apatow projects. Yeah. But that. Oh, during the forty-year-old like, virgin. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he had his up. time. He had yeah. his time. This is forty. Was g- I mean, not this is forty. Is that what it's called? Forty-year-old version. No, 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 no. Was oh. There was one with the, like Paul Rudd and. Uh, yeah, that, this, this is forty. This is forty. This is 40. Yeah. that was that was good. That was too. good. I got all those movies up was were decent. great. Yeah. all of them were good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it
5: just like. He fizzled. He fizzled he, fizzled he, he got out, his yeah. paychecks and then he just chilled out, man. Yeah, yeah that's a good
3: that's a good point. Ball, well, he's coming strong, hopefully in the We'll see. Possible. All the we'll people from
5: uh, Freaks and Geeks coming back doing uh. something else.
3: <laughs> On Disney Plus, you're gonna get Hocus Pocus two. What? Um but yes, it will be straight to Disney Plus. It will not be oh, in okay. theaters. Is that it's Bette a sequel Midler to the ninety f- what's her face? Yep, the ninety three cult hilt uh cult hit, uh focus pocus starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah and Jessica Kathy. Parker. Yep, Kathy the Jimmy.
1: I still have yeah. never seen Hocus Pocus. No, yeah.
2: I, I feel like I, I, Kathy the Jimmy has done anything since seen Hocus Pocus. No. Know what
1: oh man, I, I, I saw it as a kid a all the time. I remember seeing it. That, that's the thing. It's one of these movies that like universally known as not great, but everybody saw it when they were eight, so it was got a soft th- spot for this when th- you're eleven years. Yeah, when you were eleven years old on Halloween, you were around
4: that time. Around that time, th- ninety-three. So yeah, th- I was younger back then, uh, <laughs> but I won't tell you how old I was at that time, but it oh, yeah. was... Way to be old, oldie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, boomer, I know, but, but it's, um, but I, I just remember at that time, I actively avoided Anything that involved Bette Midler in any way, shape, you mean or you didn't see
5: For the Boys? I did
4: not see For the Boys or right. Beaches or what the, whatever the fuck else she was in back then. But
5: fucking <laughs> Bette Midler, yeah, fucking Bette Midler.
3: <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, there, you know, Disney Plus wants to bring back all these old classics. Like we mentioned last week, Turner and Hooch is going to be Turner and a Hooch. series. The Mighty Ducks will be um, another se- sequel series. They're bringing
5: back Amelia, though. so And they're I'm bringing back
3: Amelia. I was like, like Amelia will be back. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Um. Let's see. Uh, So uh, Disney Plus has tapped Jessica Alba uh, to host a new travel series. So Martin, yes, more content, more content. It's a travel series called Parenting Without Borders. Oh boy! Inspired by a book, we'll see Jessica traveling the world to learn how culture shapes parenting around the world.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Newsflash: People in different countries beat their children. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Oh
3: oh, oh, oh. Oh, my! Let's see what Jessica friends. Alba thinks of that. <laughs> the jo- the docu will follow. She
5: goes to El Salvador and she finds <laughs> out what a chocolate is.
3: Uh-huh. We'll follow Jessica as she immerses herself <laughs> with families in various locales and explores the parenting beliefs and practices that shape families.
2: Okay.
4: So Jessica Alba is working in front of the camera again. Yes. She, she was like, she's like she the CEO. The she's like the CEO company. of yeah. this like cosmetics company. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she's like she's probably on that for a bit. She's probably making like at least ten times the money oh, right. from she that is. company right. yeah, yeah. that she would for
5: movies. So this movies. has to be a
3: labor of love.
5: <laughs> yeah, at yeah.
3: This point. I mean, she's got all kids the now, so yeah. she's
5: you know doing stuff. The rest, she around is still
3: kids. freaking gorgeous. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! God, oh, she's Dad a knockout. She's a knockout. Pots, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Stranger Things season four is in production now. Yep.
2: Um, they just posted. You guys see the trailer?
3: Uh, the trailer looks good, and of course, Hopper's we all know alive. Hopper is alive. Yeah. We knew
5: that, though. I didn't. Yeah.
1: I was a holdout.
3: That was a big spoiler. A lot of people were like, "Why did they spoil that?" But man. because
5: they need to bring everybody back to see season four. Yeah. If they were like, "Oh, oh Hopper's dead," why watched, the fuck is going to watch it? Because it has to end on a cliffhanger. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was their. That was their return or uh, their Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back, man. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly how to think about uh,
2: Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but, yeah, there's, like, a behind-the-scenes uh, video that they've uh, uh, posted. David Harbour, I believe, posted it. Um, also, we saw Joe Keery's uh, return to Steve Harrington's hairstyle. Fuck, um, yeah. Steve um, the hair Steve Harrington. Harrington. Steve is Harrington is my motherfucker. Hair. Yeah, buddy. Um, a quick shot of Winona Ryder was in this video as well. Oh, Winona. But, yes, Hopper is alive and in Russia. Um, the first episode of, of Season 4 is is called... The Hellfire Club. So ooh, the, this club ooh. is stealing
1: X Men content. Yeah. You're gonna get sued the shit out of you. Yeah, but exactly. Disney. actually, actually uh, right. X
4: Men stole it from like a concept from like the 18th, uh, the 19th
5: century.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think they're still around to sue it X-Men. also <laughs> I don't know
5: if you guys ever heard of the band, the Electric Hellfire Club.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah, you
5: know? yeah.
3: Also in season four, Brett Gelman has prom- has been promoted to series regular. He plays Murray, Murray. Bowman, yeah. the journalist turned completely complete
4: side thing Brett Gelman is fucking hilarious yeah,
3: he's oh, so funny he's he is so I actually funny. interviewed him in person yeah. oh yeah so
5: I watched the, the, the other guys about the about his
1: number no What's it's, that? it's legit oh, so like really? yeah, that number he gives is real and if you call it you'll get his answering machine yeah. where he will go Ape shit on you for calling his number because the CIA's listening and the FBI's in. And it's it's like 15 minutes. (laughs) Did you call it? Yeah. Oh, that is fucking hilarious. That is so great. What do you think you're doing? Fucking asshat.
3: (laughs) 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 Because he he
4: did all these specials for Adult Swim called Dinner with Friends. Dinner
3: with Friends, that's right. Oh, I heard about that. Oh, my God. General That's around the time he was at Sundance when
5: I interviewed Mm. him about that. Yeah, that was... I just watched the other guys the other day on Netflix, and he's in that. No? Uh-huh. You will, when you're in my house, you will pronounce my wife's name right! <laughs> it's <laughs> a very good comedian. And he's great. He's, he's great amazing. In his role in Murray. You know, he's yeah, definitely he's nailing that one for good. sure. He's good. I like him.
3: Um. So Wanda Sykes and Mike Epps will have a new series on, on Netflix called The Upshawn the uh, Upshaws, I'm sorry. Oh. Also added to the cast. Um, I haven't seen her in a minute. Kim Fields from oh, Best wow. Known from the The Facts of Life.
5: Oh wow, Tootie. Wow. Tootie making a comeback. That's a throwback. And yeah.
3: Living Single. She was part of that as well. She I had
4: no idea she was on the, any other show but the facts Back of life. Facts of life living single. She was also
3: <laughs> part of the Real Housewives of Atlanta in one season. Why and she? also on Dancing with the Stars as well. Oh. So oh. she's
4: been season. busy in things I haven't watched. watched. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
3: mm. So uh, Kim will play Regina Upshaw opposite uh, Sykes and Epps. So it's a comedy about working-class African-American family in Indiana struggling to make make it work and make it right without the blueprints to do it. So there you go. Uh, Moving on to HBO, Mark Ruffalo will play Twin Brothers. Interesting. And a teaser for I Know This Much Is True. It's a six-part Um, miniseries on HBO which drops on April 27th. There's a trailer out for it now. It's pretty cool seeing The Incredible Hulk and and two different... uh, Playing twin brothers, you know. Um, Because there's, I guess, just not enough twin brother actors out there. No. They still have to do the the fancy camera tricks. Who do
4: we have? Like the the guys who played the Winkle... Winklevoss twins. Yeah. Oh, wait. Were they twins? the London Brothers? Those were Jen? not twins. Not that was Army Hammer. Right?
5: That was Army Hammer yeah, and another guy and who was the same size, and they just put Army Hammer's face on the yeah. other dude. Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> you thought Army Hammer was a twin this whole time? <laughs> well, no. It, it,
4: then it dawned on me that was Army Hammer. And I was yeah. like, he's not. Yeah, he's but not the, a twin. That's
1: the whole thing, though. That's why it's yeah. acting, is that you don't go find the actual thing and put that in the movie. Like, right. people are bitching all about, like, whoa. Cranston for, you know, playing a paraplegic. Like, why didn't you find a real paraplegic? Pa- because acting. Because it's acting. Because it's acting. Yeah. Because yeah, thank it's, thank because it's a business. Thing. Like we, d- we, don't get, we don't get pilots to play pilots. We don't get policemen to play policemen. Like, like, they're all fucking actors, actors, and they're they're faking the thing. The right. one time
5: they had Navy SEALs play Navy SEALs, it was awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Act of movie? Valor, what? did you ever see Act of Valor?
3: Yeah. They no, had, and they had Navy SEALs
5: play Navy SEALs, and the action was cool, but dear God, the acting was terrible.
3: See, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah.
5: So,
1: yeah, that, that, that thing blew my mind. The, yeah. whole, like, the London brothers?
3: Yeah. Jeremy and Jason London?
1: Oh, they yeah. Right
3: I now. met I oh, them I at Awesome yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. depressed. The only twin brothers that I can, like, recall right now. Yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> it's been pretty cool. Um, I'm so, this is crazy because we actually had this actress calling to blow the Belt show. Uh, she had a role in Dr. Sleep okay. with Ian McGregor. yeah, yeah. She just landed the lead role in the new Gossip Girl, which will be on HBO Max.
5: Wait, Gossip Girl was like not that long ago. <laughs> it they're... wasn't, but they're okay. doing
3: a new—I guess—a reboot of Gossip Girl. Oh, God. Emily
5: Allen Lind.
3: We're addicted to reboots, man. What like we just? It's because there go. are no original oh.
5: ideas anymore. I know. Well, we're reboots right. are except are safe. for steampunk, apparently. <laughs> they're still gonna be on like if we never like fund yeah. new projects yeah.
1: if we always like.
4: Yeah. But so reboots the... are safe. That's the whole thing. They're kind safe. of reboots like, used we're, we're, to be we're, safe. Yeah, we
1: They're not safe anymore. Yeah, we're not doing like reboots of Man. remakes of reboots. Like, it's yeah. getting out of hand.
5: Like, how many Spider-Man and Batman do we have now?
1: Right? And look at Disney. Disney has now done four of every movie. We have, like, an animated, a and reanimated, a, a CGI, a live action, yeah. and then like, a live <laughs> stage play put on film. Like, we've seen this fucking... <laughs> Same you know, story in
3: different, right, yeah. different ways. Um, Disney so, Plus. Subscribe so now. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I have to admit, Gossip Girl was a guilty pleasure from back in the day. I Sorry.
5: I was living with a, with a girlfriend at the time who was obsessed it's with hot. that show. Excuse yeah. yeah, me, Blake it's Lively. I know, was I know you. I know what you you're fucking
3: show. doing. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm still. Who'd you, who'd
1: you like better, the mom or the daughter?
3: Oh, well, you know, I had a thing for. I've always had a thing for Blake Lively.
1: You know, I don't know who that is. Is that Blake Lively? Blake Lively
5: is Ryan Reynolds' wife who keeps. They, he just keeps pumping kids into her because she's so fucking hot. Let me hot. ask one
1: more time. Is that the mom or the daughter? The daughter. I don't the Okay, daughter.
5: that's all. The daughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh you yeah. uh, Calli- said name Calli- three times. You Calli- told me who she was <laughs>
1: married to. I like, got fucking nothing. Kelly Rutherford was pretty hot.
5: Though. Yeah. Everybody was hot Ryan on the Ryan Reynolds
1: show. married the daughter? The little? the.
5: Yeah. yeah. No, no, and you they have had three kids now. That's weird. Because yeah. in my
1: head, she's like 16, and he's fucking <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. No, I Which- think
3: you're, you're thinking of Taylor Momsen. You're thinking of the younger sister. I think you're thinking of the younger I Gilmore Girls is a mom
1: and a daughter, no, right? No, no,
3: no, no, no. Not no. Gilmore Girls, gossip, gossip girl. Girl. Oh, girl, gossip girl. Okay, gossip I feel girl. so
1: much better now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, this is like the 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 whole thing, and I'm like, well, I mean, Ryan. Reynolds Gilmore Girls, a gossip a girl. girl that looks no. like 16, so I could see yeah. it
5: happening, yeah, but. Yeah.
3: Creep me out a little bit. Clearly different yeah. show. You gotta Google nah,
5: Blake Lively. Okay. I guess you yeah. don't know who Blake Lively. Is. Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Needless to say, Ryan Reynolds just pumped three kids into her because she's smoking. <laughs> pumped
3: three kids into. Her. But yes, uh, Emily Allen, Lynn, who we had on Below the Belt Show, will be the, one of the That's stars awesome. of Good Gossip Girl, which is amazing because she had a, a small, a relatively small role in Doctor Sleep, and the, and look at her now. She's yeah, the man. Star of Gossip Girl, which is amazing. Um, uh, four more players have been added, including Whitney Peak. Eli Brown, Jonathan Fernandez, and Jason Gote are also um, <coughs> cast members. Um,
1: I like how you pronounce that last name.
3: gote mm. Yeah,
1: well done. Gautet. 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 Was that right? I don't know. I, 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 thought, I thought it
5: sounded It just sounded good. We're just saying said, it
2: sounded good. So,
3: so this is not. Gautet. Are you going to
4: shave your Gauté? <laughs> <laughs>
3: so I'm reading here, guess. guys. <laughs> it's set eight years after the original's finale, will follow a new generation so of New York sequel. private So it's sequel, it's not a reboot. Well, it's a t- entirely new class, but it's in the same universe.
5: Sequel. So it's yeah, it's yeah. like a continuation. So so, so then we know then Gossip Girl is the guy. Yes, I know that because I lived with a chick who was fucking yeah. obsessed with that show. <laughs> so the dude is Gossip Girl. So we know that already. So, yeah. I
4: have no idea what even the concept yeah, of Gossip Girl is. <laughs> I feel like the new show <laughs> it's should It's just be about <laughs> hot girls.
5: people at a pipe at a private school that yeah. bang. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But like, but R- like, was was Re- gossip g- called "girls still gossiping"? <laughs>
5: okay.
2: <laughs> so, so was it the like gossip when you say "gossip girl" was the
4: guy? Was there like some secret like blog or something? Yes. So there was a
5: secret blogger that was posting. Okay. Kristen <laughs> Bell was the voice. Like the 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 secrets of all these high society hot people that were yeah. banging. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we find out mm. that it was this dude the whole time.
3: So the Kristen Bell voice was just a ruse.
5: Yeah. Just to just, just to throw just Does to throw, throw everybody throw off. off. Because yes. it would have been creepy if it was a fucking dude talking like that. Yeah. Did you see what Saurabh was doing? I know. Eh? It would have been fucking creepy, man. <laughs> so needless to say, I will not so, be watching the, the sequel series of so Gossip So this Girl. is
3: sad news for both of us, John. A, a favorite show of ours is Ending. Walking uh, Dead? The Magicians, the oh. fifth season, will be its last, the current fifth great season. Great show. That
4: is, um, so, having, that is really sad. That is such a good show.
3: haven't watched an episode.
5: Oh, you episode. really need Great, to see yeah, that show. Yeah, and I know really magic like... tricks. You think I'd do yeah. it? But I haven't. And
3: the, yes, the April this is real magic, real
5: real magic yeah.
3: will be the final episode airing. Oh, oh right. my
5: god! Are you bummed? I am. So a...
3: Speaking of hot girls, that has some fucking yeah. hot girls.
5: Yeah. a fucking magician. Is yeah. it about, yeah. it about, it's about a bunch of hot uh, magicians that bang.
3: Mom, oh, yes, Olivia Taylor Dudley. Yeah,
4: I liked her a lot more. mate the one I saw.
1: Yes, that yes. is that's my type.
5: But you How don't like you? my type, like Dark I mean, Olivia Taylor like, yes. Dudley. She's my Summer type. Summer Bishel? I gotta In see Summer what Vichel. I gotta oh. see what Homegirl looks like yeah. here. So it's a show about magicians that are hot yeah. and bang. The
1: yeah. one, the one-eyed, yes. eye-patched queen is my girl. Right. Margo. It's almost
3: like um, a right. college version queen of Queen Margo
1: would be Lady Lopez.
3: That's a college version it's of like Harry a, it's, Potter, right? It's
4: like more oh. like a graduate school version right. of Harry Potter. There okay. you go. And, on and it's American, on a
1: pile of drugs with sex parties. Yeah,
4: on a pile of drugs with sex parties. I did that. Do they show like nudity and really? shit? Oh no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. nudity. No no, yeah. no, no, they don't do nudity. The graduate will
3: have more cursing, I heard. The sci-fi doesn't throw as much f-bombs because oh, they're not
4: allowed. To. They've got plenty of f-bombs. No, no, Netflix it. does. But sci-fi what, is it releasing only? No, on sci-fi does too. Sci-fi has
3: the f-bombs too. Yeah. Because I thought they uncensored it for Netflix because Netflix. No, Netflix. no, no, no. Oh. sci-fi they they yeah. they throw
4: out the f-bombs. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh man! Didn't yeah? That. that show yeah. They don't okay. give a fuck. Because. I've been watching the Netflix version. Yeah, time. apparently, apparently
4: it. that rule for basic cable
1: changed at some point. In
5: like yeah, because yeah, I remember when like, when, like Firefly year. was on Sci-Fi, they had yeah. to d- make the f-bomb Chinese to get away with it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and we but all like, know we all know the route Battlestar Galactica went. Right. Yeah. Frack and frack.
5: But frack like, I was watching. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. uh,
1: <laughs> frack
4: you, buddy. It was on. It was on FX, the <laughs> FX channel. <laughs> yeah. And I was watching um, Atomic Blonde. Oh, okay. And they actually okay,
5: showed okay. nudity
4: on it. Hell yeah.
3: And it's like and I what was a like, great movie! Yeah, and it's a fun movie. It's like oh '80s God.
5: John Wick with Charlize Theron. I'm all yeah. about it.
3: Yeah, nothing is sacred anymore, man. No. So you guys are both behind on Walking Dead. You yep. didn't see last Sunday, so I'm yeah, way behind. I usually on like Walking to talk Dead. about it every week, but I guess I'm just stagnant. Another great episode. I guess no, yeah. there is a death, but I won't so. reveal it. Yeah, cause no I will one the
5: say,
4: like a, like there. I was saying before the the episode, because I saw the uh, the mid season premiere. Right. And I was so. Second, I was so sure that uh, there was one character that I was like almost assured. I was like, oh, he's okay. gonna die. Like about like twenty minutes into the episode, I was like, oh, he's so dead. And Before, who did you think it was? It was Jerry. I was so sure, Jerry. Fucking was Jerry. You thought Jerry was <laughs> gonna
3: you know, what, I, I love I, me some Jerry. I, j- everyone especially Jerry.
4: especially after we got stuck in the thing, I was I like, thought oh, he this he is thought he was gonna get bit. Yeah. But one I of, thought but I thought of it before even one before the, that. One but. of the right. best
1: lines in all ten seasons, I think, comes from Jerry. When him and the King are up against, you know, the fence and the walkers are closing in and the king's having that moment of like giving up and Jerry goes, Thanks, man And like King all broke and looks at him and is like for what? For being awesome. Like that's (laughs) that's just I fucking oh, that was so on point. Just, you know, he's not in persona, he knows he's not doing the Shakespeare thing, and he and he thinks he thinks is right like wingman's gonna be disappointed that he's not this thing, and he's just like, No man, I love you for holding it together for so long,
3: right? Like Tiger King
1: on the throne.
3: Cooper Edge is really solid, really. Good guy, we got I met him at Awesome
5: Con. Con yeah, yeah we he a was a good dude awesome at Awesome, awesome Con. Con. <laughs> I met him. There, yeah, really cool guy. They gave him a huge fucking booth at Awesome Con. Nice. Well, yeah. Did. I
1: feel like everybody at Awesome Con should be awesome. Awesome. I feel like yeah. You know, yeah. there shouldn't be any douches. Other cons have douches. Awesome yeah. Con should be filled with really like cool, laid back. <laughs> everybody should be awesome. Now. What <laughs> do <did> you think <laughs> of
3: uh, Negan and Alpha hooking up? From yeah, that week? was uh, a little crazy. Happen. Oh,
4: it's weird. You're a crass man, so you deserve need a crass reward. Or prize?
3: Prize? Yeah. Yeah, Alpha's...
4: Alpha's, I'm not sure I want to watch that. Alpha's uh, (laughs) accent really bothers me. Me Yeah, I don't... It bothers
3: you, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just sounds... You don't think it's good? No,
4: no, no. It's good. The actress... What's the actress's name? Samantha Moritz. Samantha. She's... She's a great actress. Yeah. Great but like yeah. there's something so off-putting about yeah, the way she talks. Me too. Yeah. So we're not saying
1: <laughs> yeah. the acting's bad, like it, it creates, it. maybe that's her plan, but she's supposed to be a bad guy. So and good she's job to her.
3: It's meant to be a southern accent. Yeah. yeah. But also creepy at the same yeah. time. Yeah. She is a creepy villain. Yeah. But um, I do
1: not want to hear her go, eh, uh, <laughs> General, you'll, exactly. ah, wah. you'll see some <laughs>
3: you'll see some first time interactions with Things uh, I don't want to hear that accent, do last <laughs> episode had some first-time interactions with daryl and alpha you'll get to see that okay also we get to see the return of lydia as well so, oh nice so look forward to I like that lydia. um and uh, i guess the very beginning of the whisper war as beta dis- discovered some underground path to get into alexandria so, oh uh, shit. yeah, it causes oh, some wow. crazy shit.
5: They're still in Alexandria. huh? Still in Alexandria.
3: After all that shit has happened in I Alexandria, gotta
5: admit, I still got there. a
4: little confused about where things took place for a while. Well. In when, that, when they did that the five-year jump, they yeah. didn't help us out. Yeah, and it's they like really is that in a Hilltop or yeah. is that in Alexandria or is that in mm-hmm. what's the other place? The um, well, the kingdom's gone, but yeah. the um. And I was thinking about why Because it bothered so the me The beach area What yeah, was the beach yeah. area called? Oh that's the um, The women's so colony Or whatever Oh god what so, it it the shore so this was supposed to be In, the side. in yeah, Virginia the
1: side. But I, I think I think what they decided to do Was like The bridge goes out And the loss of Rick and you lost all these roads So now everything is like Oh that's a nine day journey When before It was like A day and a half Down the road And like yeah. That's why I couldn't get my head And I thought they could have Done a better job with that Right Well like, I think Why yeah. is this thing now A week that way when Because now they're be using Horses, horses
3: and carriages And before yeah. they still had fuel well, Oh, Saw the gas. Well, and we the is roads down, huh? went
1: out, and they don't have all the stuff. Like society's yeah, no. broken down a little it's bit. Broken down. They're not in communication anymore. That's why, if you're
3: the Walking Dead, you still yeah. have trucks and cars. Yeah. And then it's that that six year six year difference between I think yeah six year time jump um, with Walking Dead, and you see the kind of the decline of like modern civilization. I guess uh, yeah it's going backwards. So oh. guys, are you excited? Oh, here we bro. go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're gonna announce you and put you on. Hang on. This theme song brings music to my ears, guys.
5: Literally. Literally, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> and it's our favorite show in this Very Disney excited.
5: Plus. Yeah, but. It's
3: literally our favorite Star Wars iteration. In the past few years, right?
5: Uh, for me, I put it right up there. Right? It's it's the first three, and then the, the Mandalorian. Oh, the original
3: trilogy. and then the Mandalorian guys. High
5: praise. Wow. High praise.
3: We have an wow. actress from the Mandalorian guys. We're excited yeah. to bring her on. She plays the armorer, the, the female armor. Mandalorian guys. Actress extraordinaire, Emily Swallow. What's up, Emily? Hi. Hi. <laughs> We have to give you that uh, stellar introduction. A little bit of theme music. Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. I'm I'm so happy to be here. How are you guys doing? Pretty we're good. good. So, well, Emily, wow. We All got right, we're good to go. <laughs> we're excited only because we have season two already in production. So we cannot believe that we only have, gosh, just a few months to wait yeah. for season two. Um, what can you tell us about season two so far? Um, I know you can't say much. I mean, it is a Star Wars fandom and universe, but... And they will kill you. And what, <laughs> yeah, what, is, I, and what is the future I'm already, of the armor? I'm
0: looking out the window to see if there are any Disney drones flying by. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't tell you anything more than you already know.
5: Okay. All right, well, I let me ask you this question. How does it feel to have your very own Funko Pop?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> that is incredible
5: Yeah, that, your own action yeah. figure That's got to be the coolest
0: um, I think the very coolest thing happened today though When my parents who live in Florida Sent me a picture of my dad With the life-size armorer cardboard cutout That he bought on Amazon
5: Yes <laughs> They
0: didn't tell me they were buying it They just sent a picture So they've got me as the armorer Just hanging out in the living room
5: Very cool <laughs> I'm just that's yeah. so fucking awesome.
3: <laughs> Obviously, uh Emily uh, Star Wars is such a huge fandom. Uh, how, how has it changed, uh, I guess, uh, now that you're part of this amazing uh fandom with just some of the most uh devoted fans across the world?
2: Oh man.
0: I mean honestly it just it makes me so giddy because um there there's truly like so much joy in the fandom. Like there's passion. And of course, you know, there's things that are like very hotly debated and Mm -hmm, different mm -hmm. theories and stuff. But by and large, I just feel like and and maybe this is also partly because I'm uh, in a project that the fandom seems to universally approve of. But there's just so much joy and exuberance and like all the fans that I've met so far at conventions and the people that I've gotten to talk to online are just such sweet. People and so talented. I'm amazed at the fan art and all of the cosplay. And I had a fan um, at a convention in Portland who made me an armorer helmet.
2: Oh, that's so! so I an wow. armorer helmet
0: now.
5: So I guess that means you didn't get to keep your helmet when you were done filming.
0: I did not. No, that is a pricey, pricey thing. Oh.
5: Hey, well, you know, demand
1: to work into future contracts. Yeah. So I got a question. I got a question to work uh, for you. So obviously, you know, the dedicated, uh, the Star Wars fans are super dedicated, etc. Do you get questions about the universe? As in, like, how often do fans come at you and ask you something about like historical background or whatever that they expect you to know because they see you as that person?
0: Um. They ask me that
1: a lot. <laughs> I thought that might be the case. Do you got, like, a, a, a favorite question or the weirdest one you remember that somebody, like, expected you to know about the Star Wars universe?
0: Um, it mostly has to do with, like, where the armorer comes from. Um, they expected that I, I would know, that I would have been told. Yeah. Um, but I really wasn't wasn't given anything. Right. I was sort of left to, to decide as I wanted. I, I do know lately there's been something <laughs> circling online about um, Darth Maul and a, a connection to the armor. This is this is a big fan theory lately. Mm-hmm.
5: That'd be um, kind of rad.
0: And it's sort of funny when you like uh, again. I'm tra- I'm going to talk about my dad again. Yeah. My dad sent me a link to the article, and he was like, "Hey, I didn't know this. You didn't tell me about this." And I was like, <laughs> "Dad, I have I have no idea if this is true or not." <laughs> so how you, much? How much? Uh, post things and they sound so. Uh, they found I mean it, it makes a lot of sense that could totally be the case
4: how much uh, how much backstory did they give you like how much did you know before you started the uh, before you started the really
0: world? not much at all um, I was mostly given um, kind of reference points outside of Star Wars more like for the feel of it I, I mean one of the things that John talked about from the beginning and and one of the things that I think makes the show so great is you know, wanting to recapture that feel of the original three movies and this kind of, like, Wild West part, you know, outer regions of the universe. And um, and for the Armorer, we talked about this, uh, this code by which the Mandalorians live and how she's the keeper of that code. And so he gave me some references outside of Star Wars with, uh, like, Samurai Warriors and looking at Kurosawa films and um, that formality and the... The sacredness of the order of things, um, and that was really helpful. Um, it was how, helpful in thinking about like how she moved and uh, and how she carried herself in that that group of Mandalorians.
1: Nice, that was my second question. So, if they didn't give you background, how much freedom did they give you to develop the character? Were you given like strict parameters, like this individual is X, Y, and Z, or did they say, you know, sort of, you know, we want this broad concept, and you can play with what you want to do inside that?
0: Yeah, it was more the latter. I mean, I think that they really responded to what I did in my audition, and we kind of built from that, and what I was told when I went in was very little, um, but I knew that she was a leader of a group of people in hiding, and it said she was very Mm zen-like, and so from that, I decided that she probably um, was very simple in her movements, you know, she didn't, didn't... didn't make a lot of like sudden moves. And I, I'm a very, very fidgety and, and <laughs> gestury person. And, and, uh, so I had to contain all of that because it felt like she would be a lot more still and a lot simpler. Um, but it was, I mean, one of the coolest parts of it was getting in there at the beginning of shooting. Cause we shot episodes one and three at the same time. So we were working with, um, Dave Filoni and Deborah Chow and Coolness. we were kind of all of us who were in these Mandalorian, um, helmets and armor we were all sort of discovering the movement and how it translated on camera at the same time so we would try things and Deb and dave would respond to that and i mean the first scene in uh that i have with uh and in, in episode one um that was really where we we honed in on what the movement should be for the armorer and um what translated what didn't what was distracting because you you learned very quickly that when you when you can't see your face, um, when the audience can't see your face, they're looking at every other part of your body. So if you move something else extraneously, the focus is going to go there. Yeah. So it was it was a, it was a way of working that I'd never gotten to do on camera before, and that was really fun.
3: I was curious how the audition process goes when you're auditioning for a character like the armor, and even. As the Mandalorian himself, because for the most part, you you have the mask on. Your acting kind of <laughs> has to. Uh,
1: you got a Power Rangers y- up. You yeah, have to, you have to exude yeah. your
3: abilities beyond the mask, so to speak. How does that work? And how did you do for that for your audition?
0: Well, the audition, um, I did know going into the audition that, that it was going to be a masked character, but they the audition was really just like any other, um, in terms of how they shot it, because you could see my face. You know, I just sort of chose a very simple um, kind of jacket-long tunic thing that felt to me like it could be in that world. Um, And I did sort of focus on trying to do more with my body and less with my facial expressions. But, you know, because you you could see my face, um, I definitely communicated that way to an extent. And uh it was it was remarkably low key considering what I now know the project is. Because
2: nice. <laughs> yeah. it was just
0: me in a room with a casting assistant and um I knew I had something to do with Star Wars. I wasn't entirely sure. You know, oh I didn't have God, a didn't reference. Cause we've never had a Star Wars like live action series before, so yeah, um, it's a big deal. I just wasn't quite sure, and I had very very little information about it. So I kind of just had to go back to like being a five year old and build right. everything from my <laughs> imagination,
2: oh, which it was fun.
1: So w- when they, so when you got it did you hear first, like, you got the role and then they informed you what it was? Or did you hear what it was and then, like, by when the way, we are going? Set. Yeah, because my brain would explode if I found out that I was playing a Mandalorian in a Star Wars thing and I had no clue that I even auditioned for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I still, even when I found out I got it, I was like, okay, great. What
2: did I get? It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That's awesome. It was bizarre. I, I first started to realize yeah.
0: what it was when I went in for my first Um, (laughs) when I went into Legacy Effects and they started to build my costume because they had to do a a cast of my torso. Um, And they showed me sketches of what the armor was going to look like. And I, I mean, my jaw just dropped. And I'm sure I was so (laughs) so gibberish for a while because it looked so cool.
5: Now, how was it wearing the armor?
0: Um, You know, it's pretty comfy. It's not so bad. It's good to know. It's, uh, <laughs> you, it, it, you can't see much out of the helmet. Um, it did not help that it, it's like a tinted visor. And, of course, I was in a very dark room the whole time.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, the armor doesn't have a lot of bright lights going on in there. Um, and so it definitely helped that I was trying to be very simple with my movement because it was really easy to just run into things. And it's really easy for those of us uh, who are dressed as Mandalorians to run into each other. We found out, and um, I really hope at some point that they release a,
2: a bloopers reel because <laughs> a, that's a, awesome. idiot, <laughs> idiot. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm just idea. I'm
4: just imagining all these like badass Mandalorians just like bouncing off each other. Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: totally, totally. Like that scene, you know, where the fight breaks out and everyone's all tough, like. When we were you know trying to get in get in place and get everyone situated, we just kept bonking helmets and running into things and <laughs> it's, it's, it's not always dignified to be a Mandalorian, it turns out
5: <laughs> so speaking of the fight, um how much of that fight did you get to do versus what you did with me ma- with your stunt performer?
0: oh man i I wanted to do that fight so badly. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I, I talked to Ryan, our fight coordinator, and I was like, what do I need? It was like three weeks away from when we were shooting that. And I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And he said, that's so lovely that you want to do it. He was like, so there's no way you, in three weeks. Because I've never trained as a, um, a martial arts fighter. And oh, wow. a lot of the fights used a um, uh, martial art called Kali. Yeah. Cause... So he said, we can't, you know, we just don't have the time to use you for the whole fight. But... You know, do what you can, and we'll we'll use you, like, for transitions and for the beginning and the end. So I did, for, like, three weeks, train with somebody. Um, it was just, I mean, I, I think it's the coolest thing to get to, to learn something new when you're playing a character. And I've always wanted to, like, be an action hero or something where I could, like, do super intense training and learn all this new stuff and then put it to good use and then, you know, not really have to worry about it.
5: So did you um, get did you get to do any blacksmithing or anything like that to kind of prepare you?
0: I did, yeah. I did learn a little bit about That's that. That's also cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I I got to pick up all sorts of new skills as the armorer.
3: Hell yeah! So, what are your thoughts? And I you
0: appreciated s- that that they, you know, that they took the time to 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 let me try to, you know, be as close to the character as possible instead of just saying like, ah, oh, we'll get somebody else to do this stuff. Don't worry about it.
3: I was wondering how Baby Yoda looks in person. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! A child.
7: It's so stupid because you know
0: that that it's a a puppet. You know it's a robot. <laughs> hey, but he's it a person matter. too. <laughs>
3: it,
0: it just reduces everyone to complete
3: idiocy. <laughs> 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 I mean, he was adorable. Oh, and I'm so glad they went the the practical route. The practical route. Yeah. Yes, they could have went the CG yeah. route, but you can't, you know. You know, I, you see this cute little, uh, you know, puppet, and, you know, it's, it's easier to react to, I imagine, yeah?
0: Yeah. I mean, they did, though, they, they weren't sure while we were shooting um, whether they were going to use the puppet itself or do CGI. So every scene that we shot with with uh, with the puppet, we also shot with a clean plate so that they could CGI it in later if they wanted to. Hmm. Um, cool. And I'm so glad that they decided to do the puppet. Because I, I feel like that also it harkens back to those original movies where, like, you yes. know it's a puppet, you know it's not real, but there's something that feels realer about that yeah. is,
3: yes. if you just had this it's animation in there. Yeah. That's a very good point. So you're working with an amazing cast. What's it like working with the likes of Pedro Pascal? And, yeah. Oh, my God. Other names? It like, was... Taika Waititi. T- T- uh, <laughs> Carl Weathers. Yeah.
0: I know. Um, it was a dream. I mean, it really John just created such an incredible atmosphere on set. Um, he's, he's such I mean, you already know that he's smart and creative and brilliant, but he's also just the nicest, most generous, gracious guy. and he's he is unceasingly interested in other people. He's always interested in what people are bringing to the table. And, um, and you could feel that on set. It just felt so collaborative. Everyone's ideas were welcome. And you felt like every, all the other actors were coming there just ready to play and ready to work hard. And I feel like we all sort of had this like giddy jitter underneath. Just because, you know, we're 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 going to work to play Star
2: Wars. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's um, like what
4: I did pretty much every day when I was in third
1: grade.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. That's
1: so odd to me because like, you know, people are so intense about the Star Wars material, you'd assume that they'd be a little bit more tight fisted about, you know, portrayal and whatever. It blows my mind that they give you guys like open access and you're allowed to create yeah. your character and it's collaborative. Yeah. I, I do have a question. You're you're Whoa, oh no. My fault, man. She got bored. Yep. Well, hopefully, she'll she'll come back. Back. Hopefully,
5: she comes back. We lost her. Because we didn't get her to say, This is the way yet.
3: Oh, I know. We got to get her to say that. That's got to be the closing. You you, you know what I was going to ask ask about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, she'll just call back and we'll figure out. I was going to ask about it. She's also attached to Castlevania. She is. That's right. So let's, let's get all we'll, the Mandalorian talk. We'll get to yeah, all
1: the Mandalorian like talk first. We'll, right. But then we'll jump on. Yeah. Up whenever in, you guys are finished up, point at me, and I oh, want to jump to
5: I
3: Castlevania. Because
5: they got a new season coming out. Right.
1: And and like talk about like all time, just like franchises. These yeah, like she's if, killing if, it. If, if there's a fan base that can rival Star Wars, like Castlevania, Castlevania is in that could conversation, fucking do right? it. It takes you back to. Are you, think, you
4: think Castlevania fan base rivals Star Wars? Our generation. Not, I mean. <laughs> It's all Martin's fault. Yeah, I want yeah. to apologize,
1: Emily. That's, that's Martin Lopez. My question is the boring one that made you hang up.
3: You want to ask it again, Martin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're going to move on. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you the entire question. That was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a
2: cliffhanger
3: for me. So, what was your question?
1: I was just saying it was amazing that, you know, as, as much as everyone cares about the Star Wars universe, I would have assumed that they were really tight-fisted about, like, content and portrayal. And, you know, the way you describe set, that everything is collaborative and that ideas were welcome, that's, I mean, is both refreshing and, you know, it's just not what I have expected to to have hear about what a set was going to be like. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, now that you say that, I guess that makes sense. I think, though, John was very clear in communicating the overall vision. And my understanding of how he worked with the directors is um, that they all got together and... Everyone was well-versed in each other's episodes and what the overall arc of the season was. And everyone knew what the feel was supposed to be. But then he he
7: brought on these
0: individual directors who were so uniquely talented because he appreciates their unique talent. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, from what I observed and then what I heard from, from the directors that I didn't work with is that he really encouraged them to, to bring their own style to the show. And I, I think that... I think that he just did such a good job of communicating what the, the greater story was and what the feel of it was. Um, and I think because he was so appreciative of, of what everyone was bringing, it w- it made everyone happy to um, stay on the same page and to make sure that we were all, all telling the same story. Um, I don't know, maybe we were just absurdly lucky that it turned out that yeah, way, but it yeah. didn't it didn't feel like there was a lot of like, no, this has to look like this or this must be this way. There was just a lot of curiosity and and willingness to to try things.
4: Yeah, I've heard that about John John Favreau too. Like when he made the first Iron Man movie, it was a lot of that same kind of um,
5: collaborative, just kind collaborative of collaborative and almost yeah. ad
4: lib aspect to it. So that yeah. makes total sense what you're saying there.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, I feel like he's probably always the smartest person in the room, but you he he does nothing to um to try to promote that. He's just so interested in other people and he's mm-hmm. so interested in everyone else's ideas. He doesn't doesn't need to like take up space.
1: It's also cool. another great film about an armored guy. Maybe he's got the secret fetish that's being played <laughs> out on, <laughs> he just, on he likes dudes in hey, armor. Everybody's gotta be armored, we gotta have armored yeah. people on screen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I can imagine I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine John's probably on set every day even though you know as the writer producer and let the directors handle it I'm sure it was was John on hand every day on set almost
0: he was I mean the days that I worked um, he was there all the time yeah and I think that that also was helpful in kind of unifying each episode so that it fit into the overall arc and he was Love there it. for questions and there for people to bounce ideas off of um, yeah and that was incredibly helpful Wow. And also having Dave Filoni there was so, I mean, he's like our encyclopedia yes. of yes. Mandalorian lore. And yes. so anything that we were questioning, God bless Dave. we could just go to him and he would be like, yep, that's accurate, or no, <laughs> that doesn't work.
3: He knows all the Star Wars novels, the comic books, all the iterations of Star Wars, what's what's canon. I mean, he, he, yeah, That that's definitely a blessing to have him on set, for sure. And involved with the Mandalorian as well. That's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have they talked about any expansion with The Mandalorian in any future films or other iterations of Star Wars?
0: Um, Not that I know of. I mean, there's always speculation, and I'll see things online, and I'll go, huh, I wonder if that's true. because <laughs> I
2: know, love that you don't
0: know I,
1: I either. I love that you know. don't know either. Well, yeah,
3: <laughs> I saw you were with our buddy uh, Mike Leota from... Uh, uh, our our friend of, of who's got a great PR company, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you guys were at the Rise of Skywalker uh, red carpet premiere. How was that experience? Yes.
0: That was. I mean, it was just dumb luck that I showed up there at the same time as Chewbacca, and <laughs> it, like I could have just gone home then. My, I was I was content. It was incredible getting to walk the red carpet with chewy was like right? that's all i need in life
5: yeah um
0: and then it was just, i mean man that that it was so exciting to see the movie that way to see it in a theater full of people who love star wars and, right um you know the cast was there and a lot of the crew and um steven spielberg was there and it was just it was so much fun and to hear the audience you know, gasp and laugh and
2: cry. It was there's just
5: nothing like it. I love it. I That's love awesome.
3: it. Awesome. It seemed they they uh, welcomed the Mandalorian family into the the main Star Wars fold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we
5: really as they that.
3: as they nice. should. Yeah. Right. Does it does yeah. it change your perspective of the other films? Because like these are all things that like we
1: grew up with, right? And everybody has their own nostalgic connection to Star Wars. Now that you're a part of the universe, does it make you look at the other films differently?
0: It does, I guess, because it um, it just makes me, you know, I, I I did not know the depth and breadth of the Star Wars universe, and so I started working on this and had to kind of, you know, research, like, where this was in the canon, and I have to be honest, like, I was familiar with the movies, but I, and I knew a little bit about the, the animated series, but I'd never read the novels, and then... I started doing research for the Mandalorian, and I was just blown away at how much information there is. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of out of there my <laughs> view about those original movies. Just in that now, when I watch, I'm thinking about all the other um, all the other stories that are connected, and all the other characters that that are connected to other parts of the Star Wars universe, and uh, and it, it just feels like a, a never ending rabbit hole that is that is pretty pretty darn fun.
1: Yeah, now you're looking for Easter eggs in your own yeah. your own universe. Yeah, exactly. So we, uh, now I can't just
0: sit and watch. I'm like, wait, what does that mean? Oh, but I bet that. Oh, but uh-huh. I don't know.
1: So we mentioned uh, when you hung up on me that you're also <laughs> part of another <laughs> giant fan base series. You're attached to Castlevania.
0: Yes, I am.
1: You want to give us? You want to give us any things to watch out for in the upcoming season?
0: Um. Well, once again, I don't know a lot except the things that I'm a part of,
2: um,
0: and it, it was, you know, when I, when I first did it uh, in the first season, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to be involved, because I died in the first
1: <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler right. alert! God! Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, I, I, the parts of it that I'm involved in for this last season are surprisingly sweet, I think, uh, given the tone of the, the show overall.
1: Yeah, I thought that show was amazing. Yeah. I was not prepared for how was good surprised. Castlevania was. Yeah. I was
5: generally surprised, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah,
1: maybe I you're was, the, the you're not. just you're the linking factor. Anything you show up in, is just phenomenal. Oh man, we have scripts for you to yeah, read. Just, is what we're saying. Say, you
0: please, like, just say that over and over as many times as possibly employ me.
2: Here's it. Yeah,
1: we also had a question. Castlevania fans, Lord, they're they're crazy as well. Yeah. Are they at the level of Star Wars crazy, or is there just no touching the Star Wars crazy level of fans? <laughs> there's,
2: there's no touching. <laughs> that, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That
1: makes sense.
0: <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, we, yeah we, it, uh, was, it was, it
3: was as a compliment. Good crazy.
1: We are those guys. Don't worry about it. We are, we are that demographic.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Of course, <laughs> Emily, we, sh- we we gotta mention Seal Team. Um, you're in the current season. I am. Yes. Yes. Tell us uh, what you expect uh, of. I guess, of this current season of SEAL Team. You're playing Natalie.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, something completely different. Although, um, I can't help but notice parallels between Natalie, the character I play there, and uh, and the armorer, because uh, both of them are women who are pretty much surrounded by guys. Um, there you go. And who are very comfortable with that. And I like that, that Natalie can hold her own with these rough-and-tumble SEALs. And, and she's also somebody who... Does not need to be forceful in her authority. She's got she's got some finesse in how she handles them, which I think is important. Um, and uh, now she has gotten involved with uh, David Boreanaz's character Jason, which you know is is always always a good idea to get involved with somebody that you're working with. Um, who also you know, goes off on secret missions that he can't tell you about. That's a great relationship. So oh, yeah. The armor and definitely... the angel. I love it. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: <laughs> Buffy fan um, here. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that is just another, that cast is so great to work with, and I'm having a good time on that.
3: I love it, I love it. And, of course, you uh, did some work in the Supernatural's final season. My gosh, that... That, how long has that uh, we, show gone? 20 years, 15 man. 15 really seasons. 15 seasons. Yeah. You're a part of the final season. Well, what was it like to be a yeah. part of that, just that that franchise? I mean, that long-running franchise that has a, another big fan base, like you're alluding to. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. Commonly, well, that man.
2: was my first experience
0: with a really, really passionate fan base. Um, and it's just been... It's it's more fun than I ever would have expected. I was the villain of season eleven, and uh, and that was tremendously satisfying because it's always fun to be the bad guy. <laughs> and yeah. I got so excited when I found out they were going to bring me back in the last season because I don't know. Just I was I was talking about it with Rob Benedict, who plays Chuck, and who was my brother um, on the show, and we were saying how cool it is just to feel like a relevant part of this story after. You know, 15 seasons that they want to bring us back for these last episodes, and it's uh, it's been very bittersweet working on it. I mean, Aww. everyone's aware that the the end is nigh, but I also feel like um, it was a good time to end. I think I'm glad that they did it with intention and that they didn't just wait for it to peter out. And uh, I know the writers are doing their their darndest to try to come yeah. up with a satisfying ending, but. That's probably Fifteen
5: impossible. is a good run, though. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to end something on your own terms. Yeah. I hope The Mandalorian Absolutely. goes fifteen. <laughs> yes, that'd be nice. I do. I mean, w- come on. It's only eight episodes
3: a
2: season. It should be easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: we need to get to the black lightsaber. That's what we need to get to. Yes. And I got that's yeah. I, I had to ask, you that, have, back, have, yeah. have you seen a prototype of this thing? <laughs> Has it been mentioned? The dark Because saber. the Mandalorians have nope. the black
0: lightsaber. I, I discovered it at the same time everybody else did oh man yeah i mean i know that that it was i read that script but maybe it just wasn't described that way or something but when he oh my gosh gosh, when he sliced through that that capsule with that thing i just screamed
3: there's only one from breaking bad there's only one
5: (laughs) well and i I tell
0: you i my experience of working on it too was that um I kind of learned who was in it either in press releases or when I got to set and I saw someone else's name on a dressing room door because um, you know they were just so secretive. So I saw Giancarlo's name on the door and I got so excited.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> <Did you> really? <laughs> I never wound up
0: working with him, so um, but I was like, okay, I know he's in it. I know that I'm in the same show <laughs> as Gus.
2: <laughs>
3: Well, well, season two. I guess season we'll see. Two, God, man. We
2: will see what that happens. Yeah.
3: Emily, we're excited. I know you can't say much about season two because all of us are. are I have huge... so many
5: questions that I know I'm not. We're allowed to, ask, so I'm not to We're such huge fans of the show.
3: We're yeah. huge fans of yours, and we we really appreciate you calling into Below the Belt show. Yes, thank you uh, so to much. To talk to us, Star Wars fans here. I have
5: I have a request. Uh oh, here we go. Okay. Um, if you could, so please say this is the way.
3: Oh, maybe in the in the promo. In the
5: promo. Yes. Yes, in the promo. So we're gonna do a promo at the that.
3: end, Emily. If you could just uh, okay say who you are, um, your character from The Mandalorian. You're on Below the Belt show, and at the end,
5: if you want to lay that on Yeah,
3: uh, throughout the catchphrase, that'd be amazing.
5: Oh my gosh! All right, go for it.
0: Hi. It's now.
2: Yep. Sorry.
0: Hi, this is Emily Swallow. I play the armorer in The Mandalorian, and I am on the Below the Belt show. This is the way.
5: This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it.
3: Nailed, Nailed it. it. Yes, we cannot wait for October 2020. Is that October right? 2020. October 2020, yes. The premiere so of close. season
5: two so of excited. The Mandalorian. Are you all done filming for season um, two? Uh, or you can't eight? say. Never mind. Don't, yeah, don't, say, don't tell her. Like, We Don't, don't want to tell get you fired. Oh, she can't even say if she's yeah. in season two. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Don't bother. It. Never but mind. Secrets.
3: We love you. We, appreciate we love the you. Interview. <laughs> you have a good she night. She can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. This is yeah. the way. <laughs> awesome. Emily, thanks so much for calling in to BTB. This was amazing.
0: Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. Sorry that uh, we had that disconnect.
5: <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. It was the, uh, it was the dark Again, side of the force. Entirely my fault. It's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and you called back, so it's good. Yeah. But thank you so much. All right. Have a good night, Emily.
3: Thank you.
5: You guys have a good
3: night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. The lovely and talented Emily Swallow.
5: I, I got what I wanted. Did that make your night? That made my month, yes, dude. Yes. That made yeah, my month. I got, month.
1: I got you on that. Aisle. I'm gonna send you that clip. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! I, ha- I Have you on the mic as the Mandalorian armor says her catchphrase for Below the Belt. That's a, that's a
4: keeper. It's a beautiful. <laughs> yeah. This beautiful. is, uh, this is gonna go down as this has been the highlight of the yeah. interviews of Below
3: was, the Belt show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. she was fun. You know, like she was, she's not totally all, into it.
1: Yeah, too. not guests. Not all guests are created equal. She was totally cool. She had a good sense of humor.
3: You kept her on a little longer than most guests too. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's we did. Nice. It's because our questions were so deep. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna um, take a classic cut break. Just a little brief break, and this is a tie-in, as you know, as Flavor Flav has issued a cease and desist letter against the Bernie Sanders campaign, following news that Chuck D, under the moniker Public Enemy, planned to perform at Bernie Sanders' um, Democrats uh, rally. And um, as a result of that situation, Chuck D. has decided to uh, let Flavor Flav go, uh, fired in fact, following the dispute over the groups performing at the Bernie Sanders rally. Um, I guess and then as a group, their statement was, moving forward without Flavor Flav. We thank him for his years of
5: service and we wish him well.
3: Can you believe a, a rap group broke up over, over politic, politics?
5: Over fucking politics, over man. Politics ruins everything now.
3: Politics, guys. Yeah. So God
5: damn.
1: Cease and desist. That is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
3: Cease and desist. So, the classic cut. I would love to play a, a Public Enemy track. This is one of their biggest hits. Flavor Flay has got a, a couple one liners in there that's great. This is Bring the Noise, guys.
5: Bring the Noise. we we'll back here on BTB. Is the
4: original or the one with Anthrax?
5: Uh, this is the original. Aw. All right. I like the one with the anthrax. Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. It's okay. Nonetheless, we'll
3: be back here on BTB.
5: hmm
7: Too black. Too strong. Yo, Chuck, these tell these drippers are still fun on us. Don't you know we can do this,
2: because we always do this. Ha, <laughs> ha. Yeah, boy. Babe, How low can you go?
5: Death roll. What a brother know, once again, back is the incredible, rhyme animal, the uncannable, public enemy number one, 5-0 said, freeze,
6: and I got numb, can I tell them that I really never had a gun, but it's the wax that the Terminator
5: exputs, now they got me in a cell cause my records they sell, cause a brother like me said, well, Farrakhan's a prophet and I think you want to listen to what he can say to you, what you want to do is for now how the people say make a miracle keep up the lyrical black is back all in we're gonna win check it out yeah, yeah, come on. here we go again
4: Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com.
3: We will hold the forts as two of the panel
5: had to go poop. <laughs> it happens, you oh know. Everybody, my God. everyone poops, Al. All everyone right, this poops. is the general and celebrity soda show, guys. We have some audience outside tonight. Yeah. Man. We usually don't have that. Well, we,
3: our song that we played was called "Bring the Noise so and it's, the the noise it's kind, came. Of, a, it's kind of appropriate right In a little
5: bit a little bit.
3: yeah <laughs> um, on the Epics Network, I'm not even familiar with the Epics Network. I think they showed the the Alfred Pennyworth new series. Really? but they,
5: they gave Alfred his own TV show. Yeah,
3: can you believe it? But this series <laughs> is called um, it's called Jerusalem's Lot. It's based on the Stephen King. Novel received a series order late last year. Okay, it stars Adrian Brody. It's good to
5: it's, see that guy's still working.
3: It's set in the 1850s and also Emily Hampshire, who's best known as playing the motel clerk, Shits Creek. Um, she'll be playing uh, Rebecca Morgan, um, in this um, Stephen King adaptation. Okay. Jerusalem's Lot. So. All right, check it out. Check it out. Um, <clears throat> on the Fox Network, um. Interesting interesting tie-in. Almost Family, which only went one season on Fox, already got canceled. I haven't even heard of it. Um, it Probably Brit- why got canceled. Well, it stars Brittany Snow. It stars um, Timothy Hutton. Now, it's interesting because Timothy Hutton...
1: I've at least heard of him. Okay,
3: yeah. yeah well, he's an Oscar uh, winner and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the the plotline of Almost Family was a, a fertility doctor that used his own sperm to conceive more than a hundred children. That wow. was an SVU episode over the, over the course of his years. There's also that a movie
5: a- with Vince Vaughn.
3: Oh, okay. And and it's about really? how um, the Man. the protagonist played by Britney Snow, would must have would seek out and meet her sisters and just the the dynamic All of that. All hundred of them. No, yeah, he was. She was meeting more. Yeah, and more. yeah this you was a,
1: this is. was
5: a Vince Vaughn movie.
1: Yeah, and it's one hundred percent. I'm not even like that's yeah. exactly an SVU episode. Yeah. They had the whatever. Yeah. Like, I can see why this get canceled because like it's a little bit of a downer. Wow. I can handle one hour of SVU and it's dark, but it's, it's an interesting. But I SVU. get, I can you get a palate cleanser or even a movie.
3: Mm-hmm. It's rough. unbelievable. Was like that on Netflix. It's yeah.
1: ru- it's rough once a week to go back into the sexual assault and abuse of right. women pool. And, yeah. like, chime into that, like, every Wednesday at well, 7, mm-hmm. your, more your dose of just how awful this was. <laughs> There's more to the
3: story, and this probably may be contributed to, like, the final nail. Uh, in hit, us. Hit, okay. hit us with the T. So, Timothy Timothy Hutton has been accused by a Canadian model and actress oh, of raping oh, her got me when too. she was 14 years old. Now, uh, BuzzFeed News just reported this. BuzzFeed, okay. Her Very name is incredible. Sarah Johnson. <laughs> 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 She's now 50 years old. But back in 83, she was only 14. Um, she met Timothy Hutton at a restaurant when the actor was in Vancouver shooting Iceman. And, um, you know, she said...
1: And she, it's all alleged, right? She said right? Timothy was
3: yeah. the idol, blah, blah, blah. And soon, Timothy invited um, the, Sarah to a party. The 14-year-old? Back at the 14. I guess they maybe didn't know. Who knows? But she was invited back to the actor's hotel... She said you we were young and idiots. I can happy I can adults. I can see not
1: knowing a girl's like 17 to 18. Like 14 14? is pretty yes. discernible.
3: Yes. Absolutely.
1: No, unless she's got some sort of growth syndrome. And, and is, it, is any of this substantiated yet, or is it like just claimed and that's enough in the show? Yeah.
3: Shows? So, well.
5: Um, I mean, it's the. Never mind.
3: Well, yeah. um, Hutton right, is um, uh, completely kind of, denying the accusations. Of course. Completely and yeah, unequivocally denying. We, we, we lost um, due
5: process somewhere along we, the lines. We man. did. Yeah. When people start saying, believe the victim. That's when that started. So, obviously... I don't, I
1: don't mind believing the victim, but, like, that should be step one into then looking mm-hmm. into evidence and blah, Correct. blah, blah. So, Correct. like, yeah. I'm, I'm all, like, you say something terrible happened, I'm listening. But then, yeah. like, let's work through the process. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. How does
3: lawyers thinks that they're trying to... Uh, the, the girl's trying to extort money, which you know, makes sense.
1: We, yeah, and we had one of these but, talks, uh, I... What do you guys think? I, I would argue that maybe it's the context of the show mm-hmm. because we saw this with James Franco. We saw this with whatever, whenever somebody comes out and wears the pin and is like "Me Too," right. is like "I support the women." Then they get inundated because so they like,
3: think they're hypocritical yeah, or something.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Right? So
1: it seems that like any number of guys. That it's have, almost like, better
3: not to support. That's or that's say anything, right, it, say anything. and
1: and that's the question, right? Yes. So like we've seen any number of dudes like try to support the Me Too movement and they get slaughtered when As they Zanzari do. Zanzari
3: was another example. Yeah, and, yeah. Now,
1: and now like it, it's interesting because I think you've got a lot of men uh, that mm-hmm. that would want to help out that are just in duck and cover mode, man, because like yep. trying to do a good thing then you get attached to mm-hmm. So I I'm I don't know if it's happenstance but I'm curious if he wasn't doing this show about these hundred women that were obviously wrongfully, whatever right. with artificial insemination, right. would this have popped up? Or if she would have seen him in Days of Our Lives, if that would have or been the, a different would thing? Would
3: the show still gotten canceled?
1: Right,
5: right. If this, I um, mean, it could just be the show's bad.
3: The, the show didn't get the ratings. It,
5: yeah. yeah. Don't be got, simple. We're looking. We're looking for complex and conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all about. the you
3: There is there is,
4: there is a lot of truth to that. do you have sim- like, heard bring of
3: Almost Family, thing. right, General?
1: Or it's just
4: bad. Actually, never heard of the show. But Never heard of the it, show, it's okay. like, uh, but there is some truth, Martin, to what you're saying about yeah. how. Because especially in like academic circles, because mm-hmm. there's a big problem with a lot of like male professors mm-hmm. where I
1: teach. I'm I'm very careful with that. I teach British literature.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like yeah, a lot of around. a lot of male professors have gotten in a lot of trouble. A lot of them deserved it. Yeah. To, uh, people be, do shady stuff. Yeah. For doing shady shit with their like you know graduate assistants and things like that. Yeah. yeah. But the the dark side of that is a lot of professors now. Are like so uncomfortable with uh, you know the risk of that that yep, yep. a lot of like really promising don't. female academics don't get the mentorship like the legitimate message. Yeah, they, they don't need. want to lose their tenure. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, you
5: know.
1: Yeah. You got to be careful with office hours and the door's got to be open. There's yeah, it's yeah, like like you know, you're always in full view of like multiple witnesses. <clears> you're, you're, sure. always yeah. right. the you're
4: always reporting Because If you're always if you're always walking on eggshells, you're not going to get anything done. There you go. And uh, that's what's happening. That's precisely, man. Yeah.
3: On CBS, uh, Thomas Middleditch, you might know him from uh, Silicon Valley. Signed for uh, one of the lead roles in CBS's new show *Be Positive*, um, with the B, the letter B, positive. Um, ah, so yes. it's witty and clever. Yeah, Sarah Rue <laughs> and Keith Errdonahu have also been cast in this show as well. Um,
1: Is it about being positive?
3: <laughs> so it's. Um, I'm also- picturing.
4: So it's not, It's not. It's the letter B, and not the yeah. word B E E.
3: It's the letter B.
4: Like let's be friends. Yeah.
3: All right, so this is the synopsis. Uh, this show, uh, the I guess uh, the main protagonist is faced with the, finding a kidney donor. Yeah, obviously newly- had to do something with
1: blood, right? Be yeah. positive. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be a match.
3: Yeah, and it's a newly divorced dad.
5: <coughs> Got to be He's at match. the end
3: of his hope when he runs into Gina, a rough-around-the-edges woman from his past who volunteers her own. Together they form an unlikely bond and begin a journey that will change both of their lives.
1: So be positive about finding a be positive yeah.
3: donor. Right. That sounds that like that sounds two two like people the, to be positive together. That sounds
4: like the CBS's yeah. of possible CBS. That shows. sounds like <laughs> th- yeah. That sounds like a return
1: to like the 90s sitcom with a live audience, a lot yeah. of applause and clapping, yeah, and the exactly. moral at the end of every episode. Yep. Exactly.
3: Let's see how this. Sounds. You're a Let's great neighbor,
1: this. Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Aww. Uh, Full uh, <laughs> house and shit. Yep. <laughs> Other new TV shows. Uh, also on CBS, a medical drama pilot called Good Sam. Stars Jason Isaacs of Star Trek Discovery. Can
1: I can I bitch just for a second here? Mm-hmm. I'm so over medical shows.
3: There's so many. How right? many yeah, we, so we have seventeen good medical shows.
1: in like with the with the exception of House, which is coincidentally the only one I like
3: Supernatural on every show, yeah.
1: single one of these is just a giant blowjob to the metal community where doctors are all like the best people ever and they don't care about money or status, they're just saving lives. Like, no, if you weren't pulling down the types of dollars you were, none of these bitches would have gone to med school like they're looking for like (laughs) like, 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 oh I just love helping people then donate your entire salary to charity motherfucker if you just want to help people
2: god alright I'm
3: done (laughs) I don't Uh, yeah (laughs) motherfuckers but yes another medical drama here here such such a good person we love Sophia Bush (laughs) Sophia Bush from uh, One Tree Hills also gonna star in this as well I got Um, jokes (laughs) ABC uh, has a new show called The Brides a vampire soap opera pilot
2: Wait, what? a vampire soap opera? It's the CW. A vampire
1: soap
2: opera. Oh. Wow.
1: No, well, pilot. That's so. Yeah. What is this like a reality thing where like we follow mm. real vampires around in their lives, like Real Housewives like of in the Transylvania? Shadows. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Is well, it a mockumentary? Type well, thing? it's a, the same team behind Riverdale, so probably have that um, you know coming. Yeah, of that, vintage, that feel. Yeah, yeah. Know. It's
4: going to be just like, like it's going to be just like the Vampire Diaries yeah. or what was the other one? Yeah, um, exactly. The originals. The originals yeah, or exactly, like going exactly. all the way back to like the uh, late '60s yeah. and they had that show Dark Shadows. Yeah. So oh, they yeah. have a lot
1: of like mini teen music videos in the middle and exactly. kids. Exactly. And lots of like deep walks through the yeah. woods.
3: So <laughs> exactly. It's described as a contemporary reimagining of Dracula. With a trio of female leads.
2: Well, uh, then... They, they that know wouldn't...
3: Dracula's not female, right? That's, well, uh... she
1: I mean... No, no, it's a dude.
3: Reimagining a <laughs> It a is Dracula,
1: a dude. There which it is. Are
3: immortal Count
1: Vladimir Dracula. <laughs> we know who it
3: is. <laughs> immortal women uh, uh, and the things they do to maintain wealth, prestige, legacy, and... And they're you know, no Why do they family? even
4: bring up In, the Dracula thing? You know what I bet you. know what I bet you.
1: In Stoker's Dracula, <laughs> yeah. he has three wives. He does have three ah. wives. I bet you it's following the wives. That's
5: that would one. be the smart the move. Well,
3: it's called the brides, so the, the yeah. brides of Dracula. Yeah. Okay. Bang. Well done. There okay. There we go. There we go. Hence, there we go. Teaching go. British
1: literature, bitches. Microphone drop.
3: I mean, it's... still covered. It's Always interesting teaching. because our next guest is from Chilling Adventures Sabrina, and it's from the team behind Riverdale and Chilling Adventures Sabrina. Oh, that's fun. And Katie Keene on in, um, you know, the new show in New York. So. Also on ABC, Kira Sedgwick is going to star in a comedy called My Village, where an empty nester mom wonders how she ended up alone while her children lived their best lives thousands of miles away. She decides her place is with her family and reinserts herself into their lives. And their kids realize they might actually need more, more than they thought. So, um, <laughs> you
5: know, her, her and Kevin Bacon have been married for like forty years or something. A true
3: Hollywood love story, and success love story. They so success they
5: love so I remember an interview with Kevin Bacon yeah. when they talked about that, and he said the advice to keeping the marriage going that long is keep the fights clean and keep the sex dirty. <laughs> nice. Uh, well said. So, yeah, buddy.
3: I know you're looking forward to Stargirl. on I, a I know you are, you DC nerd. <laughs> this is a, the, another Arrowverse show. Oh, my goodness.
1: I love the Arrowverse. I love the Arrowverse, too. Gets, I love the Arrowverse, It just gets bigger two. and yeah. bigger. Yeah. And Why is I girl, already miss him. I already miss Oliver
5: Queen. Yeah.
3: They always put hot above acting ability. That's the only thing about this. Because it's the CW. They do. <laughs> <I know>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, they're so. That, they do. The is guys, fair. too. They're guys. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Everybody it, on that it, show is beautiful. Looking. Everybody on that show is beautiful. It's a Even the old
4: Oh, you know what beautiful. though, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell did guy. have some pretty good. Um, yeah, he, he had some, some good acting, acting chops,
5: but yeah, before that, he was a good-looking dude. Yeah. Right.
4: Same with Grant Gustin. He's he's got yeah. some acting chops. Too. Yeah.
1: yeah. And not We're not saying they find only hot, talentless hacks. Like they found, they find, they very, find very hot actors yeah. who,
4: who yeah, yeah, can also be looking. talented. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I gotta say, a lot but of the actresses hot. not as great. Act- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mostly, mostly hot, but they're but they're all hot.
3: Well, we'll see how the girl that plays um Stargirl does. Okay. Sophomore Courtney Whitner, prayed by Breck Bassinger, mm-hmm. will Brown. be the, the lead in that. That begins on May 11th. All right, we welcome to Below the Belt show, actor extraordinaire from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Tyler Cotton on the line. What's up, Tyler?
6: Hi, what's going on? How are you
3: doing? Oh, good to have you on BTB, man. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, man. Um, Wow, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, we were just talking about... All these shows tied into the Riverdale universe. We were just talking about Riverdale, Katie Keene, and and now yeah. there's the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, do you know of any, um, I guess, inside scoop, or do you know if there's going to be like a huge crossover between all three shows eventually?
6: I mean, I, I have no idea. I think that would be a lot of fun. I I personally, I don't know.
3: But right. I think
2: it would well, be
1: amazing. How about we just planted the seed for that multiple <laughs> show crossover? <laughs> yeah, there there
5: yeah. it is. We'll
2: plant the seeds. We'll start the whispers of it, and we'll, we'll yeah. try and get it going. I mean, I think that would be
6: that would be a lot of fun. I mean, I've met I've met a, a few of the cast of, of Riverdale through through the rap parties and stuff like that. Nice. That these shows and and uh, I think it would just be a lot of fun to, do, to get all of these casts together and, and do a big crossover.
1: Awesome. All right, Tyler. I got. A, I, I'm a fan of the show, so I had some questions so I had to run by you. So, uh, okay. for our listeners, you're Warlock, correct? Yeah. All right. I wanted to know, as an actor, how do you approach being a servant of the Dark Lord, <laughs> Satan, Father of Lies, who is also constantly <laughs> tricked? By Lucifer Father of Lies. How do you how do you approach <laughs> worshipping and constantly being
5: duped by the father of lies? Um Good question, well, bro. Good question.
6: As we saw in in part three, we got duped one too many times. We we switched faith there.
1: Yeah, we I saw that to, go badly for Church
6: you. Of Lilith. We were we realized we kept getting duped by this guy, so we kind of we hopped ship and and sailed to a
1: different a different belief join the pagans no oh yeah we
6: tried that that didn't end well yeah
1: who is who is the who is the better health plan and benefits is it the satanists or the pagans
6: Ooh, that's a great (laughs) a great question i'm gonna have to say the satanists because at least then we're we're immortal
2: Oh, but nice! I like yes.
6: They they have to have a good plan to keep us all going.
1: Right, I Amy, mean, you got to do it the way you're going. You got to have your pros and cons sheet.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: That's awesome. Well, first of all, congratulations on landing the role Melvin. I think that's fantastic. Tell us how that came about. How was the audition process there, Tyler? Um, and uh, and when you got the call that you booked it, how what were your thoughts? Well,
6: I mean. I'm a very lucky case. I mean, Melvin originally was only meant to be in in one episode, in the Lupercalia episode that I did, and I, I had I had no idea that oh, no that kidding Melvin would become such an established character.
3: I love it. I love hearing. Um, I love hearing that, yeah. So the
6: audition, it was just it was just one. I went in for one audition. Um, I guess they liked me enough, and then I got a call about a week later. And, and I mean, I was I was so excited. I I, I auditioned for the show as Harvey. Originally, back when they were casting the pilot, and I was already hooked. I mean, I was reading that, and, and I, I did my research on it, obviously for the the Harvey audition. And I was like, even even if I don't get the Harvey role, I'm like, I'm excited to to watch this show. And then I got I got Melvin, and, and the rest is history. Now,
1: so what what uh, extended the role? Was it like uh, your performance, or did you know going into that episode that they liked the audition so much? Like, what brought about? I mean, because you got a number under your belt. You've been on there a while now.
6: Yeah, you
3: got like ten episodes.
2: Yeah,
6: I. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure what it was that 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 made them bring me back. I, I got along with the cast really well. I, I think that was a huge was a huge factor. I mean, Abby and I spent so many times laughing behind the scenes and, and goofing off, and I think that. My, my chemistry with the cast, maybe and, and I mean I don't know who's to say. I'm just I'm uh-huh. just so grateful and so happy. Like i I like that in your spitballing
1: it's not acting ability. You just feel you charmed your way into it and that's <laughs>
6: I, I mean I mean of course it was my acting ability Yeah, <laughs> <but> yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> I had another question I wanted to ask you about the show. So there's a lot of strong feminist themes on there, right? And then they also play a lot of the joke with, obviously, it being, like, dark in the cult. There's all kinds of, like, weird dominatrix sex stuff, which is (laughs) clearly not, you know, in the vein of being whatever. Uh, Do they talk about that on set? Do you guys discuss that in, you know, script reads and whatever, how they're going to approach an issue that is generally supposed to be pro-women's rights, and then somewhere in there they're going to toss in some BDSM? Um, I mean, I...
6: I haven't been in, involved in any of those scenes, so I haven't. I, I mean, I'm not a, not too sure the behind the scenes of that whole thing. I haven't had anyone approach me. I do know that with a lot of those those types of scenes, we do we do uh, take a lot of care in in tackling them and making sure that that everyone is okay with these scenes and everyone is okay with acting these scenes and doing these things. There's a lot of communication. When it comes to, to stuff like that,
1: and and the overall theme of the show, like that versus whatever, like, uh, is uh, is it generally discussed on set that they're trying to like promote women's rights, or is or is that just sort of something that happens in episodes and not sort of like a central focus?
6: I mean, I'm am not sure. I think I think it's it's. I mean, it's it's something that we need we need more of i think with 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 tv i think that's something that has been has been lacking so it, it might have been a conscious thought it, it might just be natural uh, again i'm not i'm not 100 sure
3: on okay that. what i think is amazing uh tyler's i was looking at your imdb um one role on the magicians and then you have 12 episodes of uh sabrina so I think it's amazing how you became this recurring, um, actor on the show with, with, you know, one or two, um, you know, TV credits. I I think that's just a testament to your ability as an actor, I guess. Yeah.
5: That, and he's just so yeah. damn charming. So
1: damn charming.
6: So, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's 100% the charm, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed. I mean, I had a blast on the magicians, um, doing that doing that that one episode is the ice cream vendor yeah. but uh, i mean i've i've loved every moment of being on the chilling adventures of sabrina
3: so was the magicians your first i guess co-star e, yeah nice.
6: yeah that would be that would be my
5: first 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 role
3: awesome and then look at that you're recurring on on sabrina so that, killing that's pretty it. amazing dude. killing
5: it i love it i love it you're, you're...
3: It's a bit of a jump. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. And you kind of grew up in the entertainment industry. I'm reading here that your father was uh, the host of Global TV's The Pet Guys, a weekly show discussing animal health care, training and nutrition for cats and dogs, the whales. Are you a big animal lover yourself? I, g- I guess you grew up in that, in that uh, world as, oh, as well.
6: Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge animal lover. I mean, as you said, yeah, I, I grew up with it. I mean, I've had, I've had, like, Four dogs, a few cats, and I mean, obviously my dad doing the pet guys. Uh, I, I was constantly around every sort of animal growing up. I've had tarantulas and webs on me. I've had snakes all over. Like, yeah, oh yeah.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love it. What, um, so your dad is the host of that show. is Has hosting appealed to you at all as well? I mean, being you know your father being a host of a show like that, or immediately acting is where where you want to focus.
6: Oh, acting! Acting is is 100% where I wanna where I wanna put my focus on. Hosting's fun. I mean, like I, I did a little bit back in high school, which I thought was a lot of fun. Oh, but cool. but acting is always where my
3: my heart lies. I love it. I love it. Awesome, man! Oh, tell us about like working with with that such a great cast. I mean, I'm a new fan of Sabrina, so I'm still on season one. But I brought in our resident expert here, Martin, to, who's watched every episode, right, Martin? Yeah. Uh, uh, have you um, forged any um, friendships with the cast, and maybe you have a story uh, of something that funny that happened on set with one of your castmates, or anything you could share with us, just you and and your and your fellow castmates hanging out on set.
6: I mean yeah I've forged countless friendships and relationships with with this cast they they welcomed me in from from day 1 I mean Awesome As you said looking at my IMDb I really only had coming into this show the one credit on the magician so I I came in and I was scared um I was so nervous and I went to to meet Abby and Kieran and all of them to rehearse our scene and I went to, to shake their hand to try and be professional and courteous and,
2: <laughs> and Abby hit it out of hit it
6: hit it out of the way and gave me this big hug and instantly I was welcomed into this this family and that was that was only when we all thought I was just in that the one episode I, I I was instantly welcomed
5: That's awesome. Um, That's always good.
6: Yeah, I mean I I, I love them all. I I've nothing negative to say about any of them. No no divas on set, right? The
2: <laughs> any, like, uh, oh, they're they're great. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them but
6: I, I I genuinely love all of them.
1: I love that. Wow. Any uh yeah. any cool moments from set or just uh, yeah. key memories that you want to share that were awesome for you?
6: I mean one of my favorite memories is is Abby and I made a secret handshake for our characters. Nice uh which which was it just Goofy and, and, and all that. I think it, it's somewhere on, on the internet. I, I, I think Abby posted it, and I think I posted it. It's, it's somewhere, if people want to find it. <laughs> um, that, that's one of the main ones that, that sticks out to me. And, I mean, like, the scene um, in part three where – in case people haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil anything, but some of us thought like, come out of the bushes, basically, in, in part three – and I, I kept going in front of Gavin, and I kept letting one of the tree branches swing behind me,
2: <laughs> which was a lot of
6: fun, because then we, we'd do the take and come out, we'd be all serious, and like, if it wasn't our coverage, then the tree branch would hit him, and, and that was a fun, that was a fun day. Just goofing off, we goof off quite a bit, uh, if you can't tell.
3: I think what's great about um, this uh, Chilling Brothers of Sabrina is because obviously, number one, it's on Netflix, so you can binge it. But it seems like they're throwing out the seasons rather quickly. I know that one and two uh, came out rather quickly. Three was seemed like one just came out <laughs> not too long ago. Uh, Do they have the same production schedule coming out for uh, future seasons?
6: Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I wish I was involved in, in these behind-the-scenes things more but I, I I mean I'm not I'm not sure we, we've we wrapped on part four but I don't know you okay, go. The, there you the go, there you go.
3: Oh, there yeah is. there's an indication right there they're cranking them out they're cranking Chilling Adventures of Sabrina man this is wild
2: I love yeah, it I, love I, I mean
3: I'm happy I like to work
6: so <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay <laughs> keep me busy let's keep going let's do yeah. a few more episodes like let's keep going
3: have you become buddies with Kiernan
6: <laughs> oh yeah um for the longest time in Vancouver Kieran and I kept trying to go get dessert together. Aww. But we both kept getting busy or but I think I'm going to try and I'm going to try and hop down to LA in the next couple months and I think I'm going to going to hit up the cast and see if anyone wants to hang out. But yeah, Kieran and I become friends.
3: That's awesome. So I love that. I love that. Awesome. Well, wow, Wow! Tyler, wow. I think it's awesome that you took some time to call uh, us here on Below the Belt Show, of course, on Netflix now. Um, every episode of all three volumes, I call—I like how they call them volumes, <laughs> part one, part two, part three, or whatever, instead of uh, season one, season two, season three, but you can see all of it on Netflix, of course, and Melvin the Warlock, we have him on the line, uh, the one and only Tyler the Warlock. <laughs> Tyler, before we let you so go-
2: cool.
3: yeah, before we let you go, if you could let us know who you- little promo for us, uh, let us know who you are, your character on Sabrina, and then let us know who you're on Below the Belt show, and then whatever you want at the end.
6: Okay. Perfect. When do you want me to- Should I just do that right now? You can do it right do now. It? Perfect. Well. I am Tyler Cotton. I play Melvin the Warlock on The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and I'm on the Below the Belt Show. And thank you so much for having me.
2: Awesome.
5: Nailed it. Nailed Perfect. it. Perfect. First time. Nailed Acting it. chops. I love it. And Number we have, I, think
3: I think I you are you are <laughs> our second Chilling Adventures cast member. We had uh, Emily Hain, M. Hain, on uh, last year. Oh,
2: you had M. Oh, I
3: love it. Yes. She was a great interview. I love how her character arc really expanded, and it uh, seems like yours has too. So uh, congratulations to both of you. I think, I think it's amazing we've had both the uh, recurring stars of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and then look, they their their storylines just expand right after we have them on the show. So there you it's go. That yeah, blow the belt I mean, like, push.
6: Emily and I have been have been together since since her first episode. It's always been Elspeth and Melvin together, which has always
3: been fun. I yeah, awesome. She's great. Oh, Tyler! Thanks very so much for calling the Blow the Belt show, man. It was awesome.
6: Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm always happy to do stuff like this. I was listening to a few, uh, a few of your interviews. Oh, you did beforehand, and I mean, it's a, it's uh it's a great show. I love, I love listening to you guys.
3: Uh, dude, I, that means a lot that you're oh, actually yeah. listening Thank to fucking you. A, man. Can you share with us who you listen to?
6: Um, oh, it was, it was your most recent one, wasn't it? Because I, I, I did it to research this.
1: Uh, a little oh, bit of research. It was nice. Just, it was
6: yeah, I always. Well, you've you got to do the research. Hold on. Let me go through my, my it's whole third right. The process guests on this week here. are better. <laughs> yes.
5: The <laughs> you guests this week are much better. Yeah, Way you're better. on the
3: same show as Emily mm-hmm. Swallow from The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, so
5: you're in good company. Oh,
6: that's so cool. I, I Interviewers loved, are better this week, too. <laughs> I loved The Mandalorian.
3: Yes. Isn't it a great show?
6: It, was, it blew my mind. Um, I listened to the one with Lisa
3: Marie from uh, Legends of Quorum. Nice. She was great. Yeah, was and fantastic. then
6: the, the Tessa Thompson interview as well.
3: Awesome. awesome. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> it was a great talking to you, Tyler, and lots of luck. Um, you said you wrapped uh, season four, so I'm sure we'll look out, look out for you in season four and uh, more of Melvin on uh, Chilling Adventures. Yeah,
6: totally. Thank you so much. I mean, again, thank you so much for having me. I, I had a blast. I look forward to... to to
3: continue watching more interviews. Oh, Have a good night, it means brother. a lot, buddy. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. All right. Have a good night, bud. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. That's got to feel good. It does. <laughs> Tyler good, Cotton listening to us on Below the Belt yeah. Show. I like Gating the extra. Maybe
4: a
1: fan.
3: The extra, the extra effort
1: to listen to the podcast ahead of time. Look at that kid <laughs> go! Because that, that's
2: actually, that's actually that. kind
1: of a time commitment. It's totally a time like 3 is. hours These yeah. are long podcasts. Yeah, you
4: yeah. <laughs> hey, listen to a normal podcast. Put it's in the like, effort, like an hour long. Hear that? We're here for like, you know, these marathons. Because we, we just <laughs> can't shut up. That's what that's exactly it.
3: Yeah let's continue the marathon. <laughs> Shall, Shall we? we? Yeah. Shall we? Just yeah. a little bit more. Um, also on the CW, there's a Lost Boys uh, reboot pilot. I, I don't know if you guys heard about this one. This will be a complete reboot. Um, won't the be vampire a continu-
5: Lost Boys? Yeah, it
3: won't be a continuation. It's or, not uh, going to be the
4: Peter Pan. <laughs> or
3: the thing. dedication. It's uh, not going to uh, be you know, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland cool. and Corey Feldman and all them. Oh, Corey Feldman. Uh, but they just cast Rochelle. Rochelle... Atez, as one of the lead roles. I don't know how to pronounce it. Rochelle,
4: Rochelle. Yes. Is um, that the erotic journey from Melinda Minsk?
2: <laughs>
3: Atez <laughs> would be playing Jackie, described as a single mother of Garrett and Levi. Um, she recently moved back to the seaside in North Carolina. She left two days ago with her goal of running her father's bed and breakfast. Mm, um,
5: and there are vampires.
3: But this is also another reboot, CW, on reboot uh, mode, seems like, uh, with... Walker, Texas Ranger. What? Shut up. Yes. yes. Excuse me? Yes. Shut up. Yes. Off. It's called CW's Walker. continuing to build out its cast. Um, uh, it's a really, is, do, do they still Texas do Ranger? the Chuck
4: Norris shit all is, over the place on
3: Chuck the internet? Chuck Nor- no, not it's really. No, Chuck, is,
5: Chuck has kind of died out a little bit.
3: Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, I
1: mean, he's pushing up there, man. He's in his 80s. Yeah, Homeboy's yeah. old. Yeah, and not that he didn't like stay in shape
5: for a long time, but... He's got a <laughs> Bowflex. He's good. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> but yes, um, it's called Simply Walker, not Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh,
5: Simply Walker. So just it's just, just, just Walker. Walker. Oh, just Walker. Just Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, Walker. they could call it Simply Walker. Yeah. Well, with Supernatural
3: a uh, ending, uh, Jared uh, Padalecki... Who is a star of Supernatural is the, is gonna play Walker.
5: Are you fucking serious? In the
3: in this new series, yeah.
5: Is he playing
3: Did he learn martial arts?
5: He had to learn how to do sidekicks.
3: <laughs> he I hope he has a good kick, man. Well, if He's... you watch Supernatural, he did some have some fight skills, so
5: Oh my god, I can't
1: believe they're doing that. I don't recall <laughs> seeing a roundhouse, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, maybe
3: not a roundhouse, maybe just some
5: fists, but uh <laughs> What's your favorite Chuck Norris joke? Anybody got a good one? Okay. So many. I'll, tell you you sounds sounds I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. Mine is in the beginning there was nothing. And then Chuck Norris kicked that nothing in the face and said, Get a fucking job. And that's how the universe was created. <laughs> <laughs> that's my I'll Chuck love Norris it, joke. Love
3: it. Yeah. Um, MB- <laughs> NBC is holding on to the Dick Wolf universe, as you know. Law and Order SVU Chicago Fire Chicago Men and Chicago, Chicago PD are all same universe yeah. same Eight, universe it's so. also
4: tied to uh, Homicide Life in the Streets and um
3: that's the Dick Wolf uh, verse. The
4: X-Files yeah. because well,
5: it's first, the fucking Arrowverse of NBC well, well it's, it's the only reason, reason right. why yeah, yeah. is because
4: of uh, Richard Belzer's yeah. character um whose name I'm totally forgetting oh, Munch right. Munch has appeared on like I think he played them. the same character yeah he played the same that's
2: character right. on The X-Files very good very and, good
3: um and homicide.
2: Well, there's I didn't shows... know there was an X
1: Files crossover. That's yeah. awesome.
3: Those shows aren't going anywhere, guys. So, no. S V U For the rest of time. Has signed for three more seasons. Up of course up to it Season did. 24. It's the most addicting Holy show until Holy Cow. That's yeah, the one man. with
5: iced tea, right?
3: Yep. 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 So it's <laughs> just Are there
5: any other
4: Law & Order shows besides S V U?
1: Oh, there's tons, man. Well, there's like the no, Criminal right intent, now. There's the original one.
4: The original yeah. one. and Criminal well, Yeah, intent. yeah, but those are all the, over. I edit. mean, on right now. S V U, I I think,
3: is the only one. And then they have the Chicago ones. But, uh, It's the longest running live action TV show. Have they had crossovers
4: between SVU and the Chicago ones?
3: Yes, they have. I I believe um, Sophia Bush Uh. uh, crossed over. Okay. So so, uh, SVU. so there you
2: love,
4: go. Everyone loves an extended universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: you know, I love things that tie in, man. I'm a big fan of it when it works. That is.
4: Yeah, because we're all you? a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
3: <laughs> it's true. Um, also, on NBC is a pilot called Echo, starring Reed Scott from Veep. We've had Reed Scott on Below the Belt show. He's great. Um, this will be more of a dramatic one as opposed to the comedic role he had on Veep. revolves around a team of investigators who saw the highest-profile crimes by sending heroes into the past in the body of the victim.
2: Oh So, wow. it's, so
4: it's like a dark quantum yes, leap?
3: Yes. I
2: guess so. Yeah. It, that's that a very, that that's that's a also gooper.
3: sounds like Travelers. Like sounds like a good comparison. Yeah. you seen that on Netflix? No,
2: no I've never no. seen that. No.
1: It. Like I they, haven't seen Travelers yet. Yeah. They're trying to avoid it. a dark future. Uh, so they built this master computer to go back and change things in the past, uh, but the they built a computer to be moral and not wipe out humanity, so it only takes people who are about to die. So it can calculate, oh, wow. like looking at history, this dude gets hit by a car at like 537 on a Tuesday, and it jumps into him on 536. It doesn't rob anybody of life because he's going to die anyway, then they have that person to go around in the past and change shit. It, it sounds, like, sounds very similar. Sounds
5: like <laughs> Source Code yeah. with Jake Gyllenhaal.
3: Yeah. So they assume the victim's identity must race against time to prevent the crime before it happens. Wow, that that's sounds amazing. exactly what like yeah, I got. Okay.
1: Wow. Copyright
4: infringement. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you're right. That, that's uh,
3: very, very interesting. It's, so
4: it's like those Lombardo movies that all came out at the same time. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Remember um, that one I mean, summer that there was like six House on Haunted Hill movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like They all landed at the same time. Yeah. It's like The Haunting of Hill House, The House on Haunted Hill, The Haunted Hills, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. wow, <laughs> all you guys.
4: The uh, house is haunted <laughs> hill.
1: that Democrat research came back solid yeah
3: <laughs> this is very surprising america ferrero is leaving the super source show on nbc i've never seen super show
4: i've heard, i've i've heard from so many people how good that show really? is and i've never and watched it, it. i've never watched, the it. watched the premise
3: it just sounds boring no yeah, it's supposedly it's, funny. it's really funny I mean, it's a comedy so it's like gotta walmart be. So,
1: employees didn't
4: do
3: it yeah, I mean, have yet. you guys ever <laughs> that's
5: the premise have you guys ever worked work in retail I mean, I mean any retail yeah. store could be its own fucking comedy. Yeah, yeah. True. it's but
1: been
4: a while right, since I've worked point. retail, yeah. but, yeah. yeah.
3: But how I mean, can you, without the main star, America, I'm curious how that, just how The Office went on without um, Michael State Scott.
4: Control. Yeah, yeah, or, Michael yeah.
3: Right.
5: Well, well, I mean, it's it,
4: it still right. ran strong for like years three after seasons, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Judge Judy ending after 25 seasons. Guys.
5: That's because she's got more money than God, yeah. and she Up doesn't need to work anymore. Yeah. Um, the so Judge Judy came out at about Half the same time, time as Law
4: Order SVU. Wow, exactly.
3: That's, uh... So let's talk a little bit about the coronavirus as it's it's affecting everything going on in the world of Hollywood, as as well as all of our lives.
5: Yeah, um, I mean, legit, well, it it's affected my work. See, yeah, like so, I work at a at a printing company. Right. So we make signs and banners and all this shit. And uh, legit, and and so like. Any big convention, mm-hmm. like we actually did all the signs for CPAC this year. Yeah.
4: Just um, oh, feel p- dirty. A little bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, A yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: little, little dirty. Um, but yeah, we we had a bunch of uh, clients cancel on us because of Corona. Yeah. Some money. Well, yeah. like,
4: yeah, in my company, we're not allowed to uh, do any international travel. Traveling, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we can do we can do domestic, but we can't do international. Oh,
3: yeah. I, I wouldn't want to do any international traveling at this point.
4: Well, I'll tell you this, And if I'm you supposed do, supposed to, fucking cheap, I'm actually
3: supposed to go,
4: uh,
1: well, for our vacation. We you can
5: suppose. get a cruise for
3: 40 mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, the cruise rates have gone down. Hell yeah. So hell yeah. It's the fact that well, Hollywood... and
1: seven other people on that ship.
3: Hell,
5: hell awesome. yeah. <laughs> hey, we're not going to get Corona. There's only seven of us. Uh, it's
3: a perfect idea. So, James, the James Bond sequel... No Time to Die has been postponed because of this. Now, the reason why, um, well, it's now slated to hit theaters in the fall of this year instead of April 10th. Oh, wow. All right. um, Because it's like next month. Because
1: their movie to come out now? It does
3: so well in the global marketplace. Yeah. So, because a lot of the... I don't think Bond needs to worry about it. Yeah, a lot of the shows have been uh, affected, Yeah. Well, Um.
1: yeah, like, why do you want to go to a crowded place where a lot of people have sat eight times already that day? Yeah. It's this thing. They're all sneezing and not washing their hands. Yeah, the movie theater is not a great place to avoid the corona. It's not a good place to go to.
3: And an Amazon representative uh, says that, um, I guess, Amazon, their affiliate shows or events, uh, have been canceled at the upcoming South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas.
5: Have you guys tried to buy face masks on Amazon? Face masks are don't help sold you. Out? I, would never, I would never, out. buy face masks. Completely sold out. Completely
1: sold out. It is one hundred percent placebo effect. That shit is yeah. not going to help you. Mostly, <laughs> no, actually,
4: actually, face masks—if you don't put them on correctly—will increase your yeah. chances of <laughs> yeah. getting infected. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. if, if
1: you shell out like maybe a hundred or something for one that seals, like to keep mold out, but like just, right. get, that, a that, yeah, just get, that,
2: get a yeah, gas mask. just get a legit gas mask. That piece of
1: paper on your face is not fucking helping you.
5: No. <laughs> Y'all are sheep. Y'all are sheep. Just get a paper towel and wrap it on your face.
3: Yeah.
5: Disney Plus has
3: canceled a Europe. European launch event in the UK due to the increasing concerns of coronavirus. I well. wonder if
5: AwesomeCon is going to happen this year because of corona. Awesome
3: AwesomeCon is it's coming in up May. in May, the first week of May. Wow, you know a lot of cons are affected. We'll see how I many more people
5: die. DC Comics has
3: uh, has suspended their talent from attending cons. Oh shit! A lot of the writers and artists, I believe, um, they're not allowed to attend. Um, What's cons funny about money? it though is
5: that the coronavirus has killed three thousand people, mm-hmm. but Heart disease is still the number one killer on the planet, and uh, KFC just came out with a chicken sandwich where donuts are the Donuts! <laughs> I know you've already had one.
3: Let's be honest. That's
1: <laughs> the most American thing I've it? ever
5: fucking heard of. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty tasty.
3: Uh. I knew
2: you had it! I <laughs> <You laughs> uh, actually had a drink! <laughs> oh, no,
4: the only I'm way to make that it. more American is to slather it with ketchup.
5: Yep.
2: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Well, are Ron,
5: you, so Ron Swanson once said, are... if I want to balloon up to 500 pounds and die at 40 from heart disease, it's the fucking American way. And I'm going to do it.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. I yeah. will have that third steak. Why don't you go ahead and put that in now?
5: Yes, <laughs> I'm having what's called the turf and turf. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Amazing Race, uh, halted production. As you know, that's shot in Naturally. different countries yep. um, due to the uh, concerns over coronavirus. I
5: feel like they should keep it going, well. but use the coronavirus as an obstacle to get around. <laughs> it would definitely make the show more interesting uh, to watch. That's funny, dude. Yeah, they're yeah. they're in the
3: they're in the midst of shooting season thirty three, three episodes already filmed, and I guess they're gonna postpone for another thirty three episodes or yeah. three seasons. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. The Bachelorette is actually in production now, and the, the, you know they go to different countries. Not no so, more. They ain't. so that people can fall in love. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But no, they were not. Uh, Apparently, they had initial plans to shoot in Italy, but plans have changed over that. By the way, the new Bachelorette.
4: Well, chances are if you're in quarantine, you'll you'll fall in love. (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: true. Uh, They actually found a new Bachelorette, and they're going back to Juan Pablo's season and choosing an older Bachelorette for a change. Usually, it th- they've been in their 20s, but this one's 38 years old. It's, oh, shit. Uh, yes. Oh, wow. It's yes, Claire Crawley.
4: Okay, boomer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Claire Crawley, uh, from, uh, a hairstylist from Sacramento, California. Um, she was a favorite on uh, the season with um, Juan Pablo. Juan. Garves. Pablo. <laughs> and as you know, um, Pilot Pete is down to his final two Um Final two choices. Uh, I haven't kept up with one that. One is a virgin. No. She's saving herself for marriage. I
5: don't believe that.
3: Yeah. And it was interesting because uh, last week's episode, well, she gave an ultimatum that if she slept with any other woman that she would walk away, but yet she's still there. She decided to stay.
5: <laughs> He's like, okay, calling your bluff. Bye, Felicia.
3: <laughs> but she, uh, he admitted that he, he had uh, been intimate, and she at first didn't show up at the final rose ceremony or whatever, uh-huh. and then... Change their mind, how to change a heart, because he said how much he is in love with her. Oh my God,
1: she
5: just wants to win the show. Yeah, Yeah. get that money.
3: <laughs> they had that um, women tell all reunion special this week um, on. Um,
5: His on penis Netflix. was this big.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they actually brought up a lot of the internet trolls and how um, they're very, they say very inappropriate things. And they brought up the the subject of the Black Bachelorette um, mm-hmm. that was on um, a couple seasons ago as well as the current contestants getting a lot of hate. A lot of online trolls have been flooding their DMs and comments. I mean, haven't they
5: figured it out? You don't read the fucking comments. That's
3: when you're a public figure, man. It you don't happen. read the yeah, comments like, yeah. when you're a public figure. Well, you just don't really I, just, excited, I, just, I just can't
1: believe they're surprised. Like you know what you're signing up for. It's not like this is a new show. Yeah. But you yeah. know what happens, you know like the whatever
5: people
2: aren't and, like, decent yeah. on the internet. Yeah. They're and also, assholes.
1: and also and look at the show you signed up for, right? Yeah. I got offered one of these and I thought about it and I said, No. no so you yeah. and you and twenty people go to, uh, all it trying, it trying takes, to bang the same person. It takes two and the you, much yeah, of personal yeah. And you you expect them to talk about you You're gonna be on one of those yet? Yeah, I got I got offered I got offered one of these. Mention the show. I, I think I can now because I'm outside. So they wanted me for a uh, season three of VH1's Dating Naked. <laughs> dating, dating naked. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So hence the whatever. And like it was really good money and they're going to fly me to the island for like dating, a month. Dating. And like I like the whole thing. But I mean, uh, I had to meet with like my lawyers at the other stuff. There was the whole like teaching whatever. And then, you know, like. But you know what? My maybe mom, not, maybe my mom not wasn't B-M-B-H-1 stoked naked. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and no like, mom you know, would be. Yeah. And like I, I, you think about it I was like, dude, like do I want my mother to watch me bang some girl in the shower on television? <laughs> While being you know, naked whatever.
5: the whole time. Yeah. It well, I mean, the, you know, they. they I would they, never watch a show.
1: So They blur it can't just show, otherwise yeah. it's porn, right? But, like, I'm yeah. still, like, right. whatever. You're still and fucking here's, here's naked. And here's the thing. Like, in season two, there was, like, a slip. Like, they, oh. the blur or whatever, and they totally just showed this chick flat-out naked on National whatever. And, oh, like, whoops. she fought the show and tried to get the footage pulled, and they said no and showed her the contract. So, mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, doesn't. I don't know. At the end of the day, like... Like being an actor and like there's some stuff on my resume I'm yeah. happy about. Like I I like I was at the Globe Theater in London for a little bit. Yeah. As soon as you're a reality TV person, that's all you are for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. Like nobody. No, yeah. Nobody leaves the Jersey Shore and right. goes into a Hollywood film. You're right. right. Like, no. That that's all I would be. Yeah. So yeah. There's I, rare I, exceptions, I passed, but you're yeah. right for the yeah. most part. My agent was not Jamie happy
2: that. Chung <laughs> was. <Jamie laughs> yeah. She was, one on she was on the. She was on Real World San Diego. Real World San Diego. I remember.
3: I remember watching
5: that when that came out.
3: Yes. Me too. Yeah, I think
5: she's band. the only one, but she was also in, like, Dragon Ball Z, or, or right. like, she's yeah. kinda, the live-action Dragon Ball Z, yeah. which was a complete train
3: wreck. Yeah, one of the few reality transitions. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: No, but that, yeah, that was a, a frosty talk with my agent, because, like, it was a healthy yeah. payday, and, like, it would have been, like, a, a national household name. Like, right. they were, like, really? like Well, actually, they, they,
4: well, in terms of acting, you're probably right about that. But yeah. a lot of, actually, a lot of, like, real-world alumnus, they, uh... You know they were pretty successful in their, you like... You can make money in the you can make money running you, reality. You, well, it's not that. even. It's not even yeah. that. Like, no, Judd Winnick was on, um, like maybe the second or well, third. He's season. Yeah, he was a popular writer. Yeah, he was like a super popular comic book writer. Yeah, yeah and there's,
1: there's totally other things you can do. I'm saying the acting career is not because people, you're you're that on screen now. I'm Shower Guy, right? Yeah. That's,
3: yeah, yeah. 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 Look well, at the Miz and WWE. Absolutely. Yeah. Big, big,
5: great example from the real world. But that's one percent. But you think either, about right, even
1: even when he entered the house, he was already training to do that though. Like he already knew he was going to be a pro wrestler.
4: And like to be bad, fair, you, know? you look yeah. at like people who are on American Idol, and pro like, wrestling is reality TV, TV. It's the
3: same shit. <laughs> well, that one's scripted. Though. But good. but you <laughs> the, they're, the, no, reality. they're all scripted. It's I, all I, scripted. I promise <laughs> you. But yeah, I mean,
1: they're all scripted. Like I was
4: like I was saying, you look at you know, there's a ton of people from American Idol who became successful, and um.
1: American Idol. That's not. That is not the same thing as Real World as, World. These are not. That's a, yeah. or, or, or naked dating yeah. for that matter. That's that's they a, have talent. That's a talent show, yeah. and they're yeah. displaying a talent. That is yeah. not. That's put, not naked dating. We put twelve people in a house and get them drunk and have them all fight and bang each other. <laughs> and bang not each the other, same thing. <laughs>
3: yeah. Not the you, same you alluded thing. you to banging each other. There it is. Uh, this is crazy. We talked about this woman last year. Um, last week. Sorry, last year. Last week, the daughter of Steven Spielberg. Michaela oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She well, wanted last to get in week, porn. She, she announced that she's going to do solo porn for webcams. We're talking the daughter of one of the most successful Why? directors of all time. She, exactly. Because she's, she's got nothing money. else.
1: So she must just really want to, to do really it. She wants to. She really, really wants to fuck on camera. Which is crazy. It blows. my... Yeah. It must well, be.
4: It's not thing. even. It's not even fucking on camera. If it's, no,
5: yeah. solo, just, it's porn. solo porn. it's yeah. just solo porn. Yeah. Solo porn. It's showing her goods or whatever. It's got to be a respect fetter. to yeah. her
3: fiance. Yeah. And now she's been arrested on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic violence. Oops! Put oh, on geez. jail last Back Saturday. Two, how does this Wow, show
4: Steven must feel fiancé? so proud right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, wait. fiance. <laughs> how yeah, how
3: does
1: how did how does her being a cam girl show respect to her fiance? How did that work?
3: She does. She doesn't because
5: she's not other banging people. other dudes. Oh, I guess. Oh, I
3: got so okay. It's solo toys,
2: fingers. I'm
1: still yeah. having a jump from being a webcam girl to that being the respectful move of the fiance. I'm sure when I get it. I'm sure dad <laughs> is like just I, having I, do, I, I, fall, like, I, like,
3: I was trying to I was like how she is this she doesn't have any other dicks inside yeah. of her.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was trying to get that last step I'm trying to think like if I'm going to get married she's like babe you know how I love you. <laughs> Like, I don't, that's not, that's not how you show me. I'm going to That's quit. not how you show me. I'm going really. <laughs> to I'm going to
5: show my butthole on the internet. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to no. fuck
3: any other guy. No. <laughs> yeah.
5: But they all get to see but, my butthole.
3: But it's amazing. But yeah, she, she probably loves She must really it. like doing it. Yeah, it I must mean, we're be talking about day. a girl that has every opportunity in the world. And, honestly, and she doesn't need money.
1: Honestly, like, I, right. I, I, I'm I fine with that. Like, if if this is something That's that she wants to do, like, go for it. Yeah. Like
5: uh, I said, you I, do you, girl. You yeah. have fun. I,
1: I have friends that are sex workers. I, I have friends that are cam girls yeah. are not going to give me shit for this segment. But, like, uh, <laughs> know you know, you, th- there's a difference between something one, you do. Actually. Yeah, there's a difference between something <laughs> you do because, like, you have no options. Yeah. And so you begrudgingly do something you don't like for money. Yeah. And then you dig it. Like, a lot of my the, the, the friends I like that are sex workers, like, they love doing it. It's just their thing. Yeah. That's what this sounds like. So it sounds like she just really likes performing, this yeah. or, this, so, you know, do you. Do oh, you, yes. little Spielberg. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you, a little S.
2: E.T.
3: Yeah. E. phone home E.T. phone E.T. insert
5: phone. I'll be right here <laughs> <laughs> Ouch Ouch Ooh. Ouch I like the The finger
1: It glows <laughs> It glows
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it I
3: love it I oh, oh, now scarred my own
1: childhood oh, Yeah. Oh god
3: yep. uh, Music news Lady Gaga just dropped her new album title Chromatica a single and music video is already out. If you want to check it out, it's called "Stupid Love." If you want to check it out? Stupid love. The music video is pretty cool. All also, love
1: is stupid.
5: It's Taylor Swift title.
3: has a new music video out uh, with Dwayne the Rock Johnson appearing in there. Oh, it was One right. of the Easter eggs. Um, so it was um, it was the voice of the man in in uh, in the video Taylor Swift's video. Um, so it was none other than Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Who apparently have become quite good friends, which is amazing. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't need to talk about Smashing Pumpkins or anything. Smashing we're Pumpkins? We're talking about. Uh, oh, they're going on tour again. Oh, all right. Yeah, so good for good. you, Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do have a
2: they, sad pastor. They passing. were just
3: on tour, like, what? Yeah, last year. Last year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're so, touring, so,
4: so BFD. So, is that news? <laughs> like. Uh, they're embarking
3: on another
5: tour. You know, so. Uh, You guys know that Rage Against the Machine is also touring, right? Yes, Yes. that's a big deal because they haven't performed in a long time. So get this though. So when they first like put out their tickets yeah. If you wanted pit tickets, you want to know how much it cost? Yeah, it's a like $1,000. $1,000, Yeah, because the, the nosebleed exactly. seats.
4: <laughs> the nosebleed tickets are like $125. Yeah, yeah. now those and prices
5: have gone down. I will choose to
1: rage against this machine. <laughs> Correct.
5: <laughs> yeah, they were doing a little too much machine and not yeah. enough rage. But <laughs> fucking hell, dude.
3: I know. Yeah, anyways. anyways. Sad Passings, a legend in the entertainment in- industry, is James Lipton, yeah. the creator, executive producer, and longtime host of Bravo's... Interview series inside the actor student. I, I, I feel this old. like he was 93
5: years old. Yeah, I was pretty shocked to learn that too. Yeah. I feel like he was like the one who created the formula for B.T.B.
2: Yeah. You know, well, a, little like he was ha- more, yeah. a bit yeah. more a bit more respected. much substantially more respected. Without and, the yes. f bombs, without, and the, and without, than without
5: the dick jokes yeah. on the f bomb. better than us in <laughs> yeah. every
3: conceivable way. In every conceivable that, way. Yeah. no, sure. Yeah, <laughs> he,
4: made, he created the formula. Although he was totally. also awesome in <laughs> yeah, totally. Arrested Development, playing uh, playing the. Uh, he played like the Warden at the. Oh, that's
5: right, he did. Yeah, and he was
4: awesome in that, and he fucked Lucille Bluth. There you you know my
1: my favorite interview he did was Ali G. Did you see that? No, holy never saw shit! That one. And Are you dude, serious? it was beautiful. And <laughs> Sasha, and I think it's before everybody knew who he was. And mm-hmm. Sasha Baron Cohen, like, did he, he play
4: totally in character? Tall and threw, of course he did.
1: Threw the kitchen sink at this guy, and dude, he handled it. He was you know respectful. He's sort of like whatever. That it's worth seeing. Go okay. watch him. I'll do 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 it. You know character. Work through with Ally G. It was awesome. <laughs> so
3: Lipton, reading here, interviewed some 300 actors uh, about their careers. I think we've interviewed more actually. Right. <laughs> I do I have. Yeah. They
1: finished with a rap. They did a rap together at the end of the whatever. <laughs> so yeah, James Lipton's a good guy. But, um, we miss you, buddy.
3: He, yeah, certainly. So I had no idea it was 93. Yeah,
5: he's yeah. old.
4: He lived. A, he lived. A, he lived. lived a, a good full life. Full
5: life. Way to be old, oldie.
3: Jeez, wow. Um, so his Bravo series included more than 200 episodes, mm-hmm. earned uh, 20 nom- uh, Emmy nominations. So uh, he, he certainly um, had uh, quite the career for him. Oh, yeah. Also, actress Joyce Gordon, the first woman to serve as the president of the Screen Actors Guild, had passed away at the age of 90. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Joyce Gordon. Um, and I guess that was a big deal because uh, the current president is Gabrielle Carteris. Uh, you know, so she's kind of following in Joyce's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, she's from 90210. Current SAG after president.
5: Oh yeah. 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 She was like 40, and she was playing a teenager. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Everybody. <laughs>
4: everybody makes that joke when we when we talk about her. It's but exactly, it, but yeah. it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> <It's> so true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's the oldest one on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Batista, Batista, who's uh, who's known for CNN's headline news, died after cervical cancer battled cervical cancer. So that's another sad passing as well.
5: Not to be confused with Dave Bautista, who's still huh. very much alive.
3: He's very much alive, and, well, he's got a new movie coming out. Yeah. The Spy or whatever? Yeah. You going to check it out? Probably. I know you're a good fan, right? <laughs> he's a good guy. Frankie Munez uh, just got married. That was his longtime girlfriend, Paige Price, in Phoenix, Arizona. Good
5: for you, Frankie. Though Phoenix, Arizona. All right. Phoenix,
3: Arizona, both places, right?
5: Yeah. What was the last thing he did, Frankie Muniz? <laughs> that's
3: a very good question. Well, <laughs> I heard
5: he had some kind of, he has, he, has il- he has an illness or something. Oh. Yeah, well, that's so he hasn't liked it for a little while, yeah. And Melissa
3: Benoist and Chris Wood welcome their first, or, or, sorry, expecting their first. Benoist? Is it Benoist or
5: Benoist? It's Benoist. It's Benoist. Benoist. Oh, I know she's one of your favorites. Ben a I'm oh, always so, so sad.
3: <laughs> when she has a baby. I think it's such a shame. It's yeah. pretty
4: funny. <laughs> I, I, I'm I a big fan of hers.
3: Yeah. Were you a fan of her leaked photos? <laughs> God. I know you were We you're all?
4: gonna you're, you're gonna push me into a corner and make me sound all crass, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry, <laughs> Melissa. Um, I celeb- have a great amount of respect for you. <laughs> yeah,
3: we do, <laughs> but she still looks hot in her leaked photos. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, celebrity birthdays include Catherine O'Hara from Home Alone, sixty-six. And oh, Schitt's wow.
4: Creek. Schitt's Creek is awesome. Yeah, and Schitt's Creek Schitt's was Greek? legit. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Michael T. Williamson, uh, Forrest Gump is 63. Patricia Heaton. Who was he
4: on Forrest Gump? Michael he was Bubba. Bubba. Oh, that's Bubba Gump? That's Bubba. Yeah. I thought T- he died. T. Williamson.
3: No, he's still alive. No, he's still huh. alive and well. Hey, man. Uh, Patricia Heaton from the middle. Everybody loves Raymond, 62. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Weber from NCIS New Orleans
5: 59. And
4: Wings, don't don't wings. forget Wings, fucking Wings, bro. Yeah, back at, uh, there was a time when it was on like the USA Network. Like, that was the jam all that day was the long. Jam. <laughs> and I remember I, I'd come home from class and yeah. I would just watch the Wasn't shit. Wasn't Joe Rogan on
5: Wings? Who? Wasn't Joe Rogan on Wings? No, he was on News Radio. That's what he was on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: another nostalgic show. Yeah. Uh, actress Stacey Edwards from Chicago Hope is 55. Patsy is 52. Andrea oh. Benenwald is 50.
5: I don't know any of these names. All these boomers, man. Oh. Jesus. Well, well,
4: Patsy Kensett was in Lethal Weapon 2. There you go. She was a
5: hottie. Who was she? She played she the like, Hot Blonde Chick? Yeah, she yes. a Hot Blonde Chick in
4: Lethal oh. Weapon 2. Yes. Is she still I mean, a hot of course, that was like 30 some years ago. Yeah, it was. So wow. <laughs> it's like, uh, is, she,
5: is she still a Hot Blonde Chick?
4: Well, she's, she just turned 52, so That she's, doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. See. Right. Yeah.
5: Um,
3: actress Andrea Benenwald is 50. Jessica Heap is 37. Whitney Port is 35. Uh, Audrey Asparza is 34, and Margot Harshman from Big Bang Theory is 34. <coughs> Josh Bowman is 32. um Yeah, that's birthday today. Oh, okay. Right. Another
4: thing for Patsy Kensett She was married to Noel Gallagher or Liam Gallagher, one of the other. One, one of the one Gallagher's. One yeah. of the one of the Oasis guys. Mm-hmm. Cool.
3: Um, looks like some. everybody, <laughs> Martin, to get ready to wrap it up here, guys. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I could probably skip WWE news this week. Yeah. Know, we got. <laughs> we do have a new WWE Hall of Famer to announce. was just announced on backstage, JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield. Okay. Um, yes, good uh, for you, Bud. Congratulations! As yeah, the newest member of. Uh, how long oh, ago? Oh, how how
4: okay. long ago was his heyday of wrestling?
3: Mid, early to mid-2000s. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I remember that guy. Yeah,
4: yeah. He was, I, I have no idea who that to is. Title. He won the WWE title. Yeah, no, he Cena. was a household name. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah, John Bra- Oh, Bradshaw? The, the guy. Was JBL. JBL. John Bradshaw. Was he, was he called Bradshaw <laughs> at one point?
3: <laughs> he was known as was, just Bradshaw. He was part of the Acolytes? That's right. Okay, JBL. I do know
4: who that is.
3: Gotcha. Yes, yes.
1: Like, oh, the Black Knight. No, <laughs> I know who that is.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Was Let's he see, the black one or the white one?
3: He's the black
1: guy.
4: No, okay. no, 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 no.
3: JBL's the white guy. No, Far- yeah. Farouk black. is the black
5: guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but yeah,
3: Super Showdown was a was a huge event uh, in Saudi Arabia. I think we alluded to it last week.
5: We were. Oh, so they had the Goldberg, show. Goldberg.
3: Goldberg shocked the universe and won the WWE, WWE Universal title from The Fiend, Bray
5: Wyatt. Good for you, Goldberg. Shocked the universe. Shocked
3: the WWE Not Universe. Not the world.
5: Shocked the Well, the, the WWE universe. universe,
3: the fans, you know.
1: Nobody on Neptune Nobody saw that coming. Nobody expected yeah. that coming, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the rover Marsh, just chimed Martins in and was, was like, dead. did you see
3: that shit? The Martins guy, had
5: all their money in the well, other camp. He just yeah. retired.
3: <laughs> he quote-unquote retired. He was inducted in the Hall of Fame. He Man, his, he's
5: in better shape than I'll ever be. He
3: had his match with uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, if it works. Um. But yeah, but now, <laughs> (laughs) Now, at WrestleMania, one of the main events, Bill Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. The spear versus the spear for the Universal Championship.
5: They're both spears?
3: They're both they're they're both, uh, known for their spear uh, moves. So at As some point during the match, the
4: they're gonna have to do one. a simultaneous spear, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How did and, you know? and, and, and they're gonna and knock a du- each other a double K out. Yeah, it's a yeah. double K-O. knockout.
2: And, and that's yeah. gonna and that's gonna From lead Street to a double team. knockout. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Double K yeah. yeah. <laughs> O. <course>, we,
3: <laughs> we already know that Brock Lesnar will be challenged by Drew McIntyre, who won the Royal Rumble. Awesome, uh, man, good. I gotta w- start watching anytime? wrestling again. It's, it's been getting good, man. It's been getting
1: good. That guy, that guy's so interesting, right? Fake fighting, real fighting. Fake fighting, real fighting. <laughs> fake fighting. Well, like even when he's real he fighting, he's still kind of yeah, fake fighting. Like yeah, he won't. He won't. I pick will. I eye. will
4: say. I don't know if I've ever told told you this, but at the um, at the Ren Fair, they'd have this. Um, that had this like Shakespearean pro wrestling. Have you guys ever seen that? No. You mean,
1: you mean jousting?
4: No, no. It's pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing they're doing all they're doing the plots of all these Shakespearean plays. These wrestlers are okay. And, and like, oh, and like in enjoy. between
1: body slams, they're yeah. like Hamlet. Yeah, Again, it, it was a,
2: it's hilarious. And
1: it's.
4: Awesome!
2: Oh, it was so, awesome. so
1: yeah. much fun to watch. That's, that's what pro wrestling is. I bite yeah, my, my thumb suplex with right. a little bit of physicality tossed in, in between. Exactly. But yeah. most most of a WWE show is like backstory and plot development and characters. Like, like they had, like, yeah, I like got, they got they your had... girlfriend. No, how dare you! Oh, they, have, they had, off. they had
4: like a feature match between yeah. Macbeth and McDuff. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and sure. like
1: that's
3: straight out of my teach that shit.
1: Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah McDuff wins. Yes. That <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> on McDuff.
3: <laughs> Last Friday on SmackDown, we saw the return of John Cena. As you know, he's having a great career in Hollywood. Yeah, he's working. And John uh, Cena I'm is now challenging the, challenging the Fiend Bray Wyatt, the former uh, Universal Championship uh, Champion at WrestleMania. So that's another huge main event. Cool. Along with Edge versus Randy Orton. As you know, Edge is coming out of retirement. Man, that, these guys are fucking old. I know, but yeah.
5: he's, he's beating the what well, Edge was doing his thing... Like when in we the early in high 90s, school, yeah, yeah.
3: Early, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. well, like I was in high mid to late right. yeah. 90s, I
3: yep. think, yeah. And Edge had to retire Edge from and Christian from a, from a, like neck a neck injury. injury, yeah, yeah. Got medically cleared like eight years later or something. He
1: must have tried the double spear. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> double spear. <laughs> Though uh, I've always
5: back. thought the double spear was this, <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> so those are those are right there. Those are four main event quality matches, right yeah, there. Yeah, buddy. I mean, John Cena, you know Goldberg, and
5: should be a quadruple spear.
3: Yeah, but, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre, and now um, um, now Edge, Edge versus and- um Randy Orton, and last but not least, Undertaker versus AJ Styles. They already started teasing That's my Matt.
1: motherfucker. I love the Undertaker.
4: They already under- I mean, that Matt another, too. he's been wrestling for like what 35 he's years, yeah. years yeah. now.
3: Yeah, the he, uh, dead man. He surprised the uh, the fans in uh, Saudi Arabia. He. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was in that uh, Kuwait trophy match and he actually defeated AJ Styles as a surprise entrant and now they're going to build their feud for the Remember when he was the American, American
5: Badass Yeah, he was the American Badass. He was wrestling Kid Rock. He nah. was like Kid yeah. Rock it wrestler a, guy. That
1: was a terrible <laughs> idea.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <And then> he <laughs> died and then he <laughs> came <laughs> back as they the American Badass. And his music was Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, wow. And he rode so in on a motorcycle. He became a biker. It's a great person. It didn't work. He came back to Undertaker. Well, even even then he was still wasn't he still considered the
4: Undertaker at
5: that time? Called him the Undertaker, but he yeah. was the American Bad. Yeah, the American Bad. Okay. Badass, I think that was right. the last I heard of him before yeah. I fell out. You
1: know? Yeah. And he rode his motorcycle around the ring. And and yeah. Of
3: course, uh, make make sure you turn in tune in this Sunday the Elimination Chamber pay per view, the last pay per view before WrestleMania. We'll find out who will challenge Becky Lynch for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch, who we all know is probably going to be Shayna Baszler.
2: Shayna
5: Baszler. That's, that's where my money's on. So. Yeah.
3: But that's it, man.
5: Yeah, good, show. good show. Good show. Great show. Good show. show tonight, man. Uh, had a top ten interview. Yeah, that was yes. definitely, that was hands down probably one of the best interviews 10? that I've been a part oh, of.
3: Oh, wow, really? That yeah. That means a lot. And it means uh, we have to say thank you to Mike Liota of uh, uh, PR Machine, PR mm-hmm. Machine for uh, allowing that to happen. Of course, last week's guest as well, Louis yeah. Azawa from Louis uh, cool Amazon too. Hunters. You haven't seen that show. Amazon that's an we
5: have I've only seen the first episode. but I watched the t- whole thing. It's kick-ass. We have it? the, the Asian really
3: um, Nazi hunter. Yeah. Oh
5: man, that's my oh, favorite that guy. That show, that show yeah. looks, that show Where was looks my phone great. call? He was I, He <laughs> was um he was the Yakuza guy yeah. on Predators. Yeah. He yeah. was a totally cool oh, guy. Oh, he has a great storyline. tonight cool we guy. had
3: Emily Swallow and we had this Tyler. This is the way. Yeah, this and Emily was, the way. was really
5: fucking She cool. was fucking awesome. cool, man. Lovely woman. Great
3: interview, and she's great things. And of course, Tyler Cotton.
5: I'm just happy because I finally got to talk to someone who's canon in Star Wars who didn't just grunt at me.
3: Yeah.
5: Because i I met Peter Mayhew, and that's all he did.
3: No, and she
1: told us so much this cool great, stuff. Like the, yeah. the like the fact that they didn't dictate her character. That yeah, like she was able to. But they kind of played, played it loose. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Star Wars handing you somebody and be like, "Come up with what you want to put into this"? My bro, oh, it'd be so awesome. It would be. That's ridiculous. You rock, Emily. You yeah. rock, Em.
5: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. it, guys. So, yeah. so, so great
1: we're show. signing off, Let's guys. Sign
3: Closing out with Naomi Grossman from Sundance. Uh, my on location interview at the Independent Filmmakers lo- Lounge. And, guys, it's been an incredible show from top to bottom, guys. So glad that we're all here for this great show. And, of course, let's not forget Tyler Cotton.
5: Tyler Cotton, nice guy. Yeah, Chilling Good Adventures man. of Sabrina. Keep yeah. it real,
1: Tyler. Hey, season three. Don't yeah. believe Satan; he's lying to you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, I loved that question. Oh, were like, you watching the show? Well, like, I've never seen the like, show. Maybe they're all Satan worshippers, right? Yeah. But then, like every time Satan fucks them over, they're like, "Oh, how? It's like really." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Satan! <laughs> like you didn't see,
3: you didn't see Lucifer Morningstar right. double crossing you. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> all right. So closing out with. <laughs> With Naomi Grossman, of course. Let's play it again. What the heck? The Mandalorian theme song. Hell yeah. Close out tonight's show, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Until then,
4: Peace. 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 Peace.
3: Guys, we're here at the Instant Karma Lounge, here at Park City, Utah, Sundance 2020, here at the Indie Director's Spotlight Panel. We're here with actress extraordinaire Naomi Grossman. (laughs) Love American Horror Story, and you're here at Sundance, Um, and is this your first
7: Sundance? It is. I'm a virgin. Well,
3: a Sundance virgin here. It doesn't hurt. It's great. (laughs) So so this is your first time, so it's obviously an important reason why you're here.
7: Yeah, well, I did a horror movie last year, which okay. is hitting all the festivals except this one, actually. Um, but the filmmakers are here, and they encouraged me to come with so them. So great, yeah. and
3: let's talk about that film if we could. yes. sure. It's
7: called One Br. Okay. It's um, it's a horror movie. Um, shocker, I know. <laughs> it <know, right>? um, <laughs> you found and, your net, shipping, I think. Right? I, think yeah? I know. It found me. I didn't <laughs> go looking, but hey, happy to work. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about. Um, um, it's basically a, 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 a aspiring, you know, Hollywood hopeful moves into an apartment complex, only to find out it's basically a cult. Ooh, and I wow. play the cult okay. leader's wife. So okay, wow, yeah.
3: okay, very, so this is almost really in tune with American Horror Story. It uh, is, um, yeah, oh, I love seeing an American uh, Horror Story apocalypse. Right, I know I know.
7: People are always like, oh my god, it's so nice to see you play yourself. I'm right. like, um, I don't stab virgins um, yeah not me that's not me it is my face but right yeah so it yes. was nice to have a quick makeup job
3: instead of an, an arduous uh one hour plus right, right. makeup job to Actually, get you enough, as peppa
7: my makeup artist um in fact one of the guys who legit like I have to thank for my career uh, is here. Uh, my makeup artist on American Horror Story sat in the, uh, was on the airplane on the way, sitting oh, okay. directly behind me.
2: Okay. He's
7: uh, he's doing the film Wendy. Um, he worked like three hours or three hours. He worked three hours on my face. Three years on this movie. He did the the creature, which I have okay. a feeling this movie it's going to be a big big movie. So we'll awesome we'll movie. all be seeing it eventually.
3: That is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, are you here to see any other screens? There's obviously so. Of great films I am embarrassed something. to say yeah.
7: I have been to about 5,000 parties this weekend uh, and no movie no movies yet like yet you're right <laughs> like it's, but it's like how can you come I, I see more films on a weekend in Los Angeles yeah. than I have here it's embarrassing <laughs> it's horrible it needs to be fixed well,
3: what's been the highlight party so far?
7: oh my god it's just it, it, you know it's no, they're all great, so I can't choose my, you know, yeah. uh, Sophie's Choice here. Uh, but, um, no, it's all been fun. It's just the, the quantity, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I... Um, when you... If, if you want, take a look at my Instagram. You'll okay. see I posted a, my schedule. Okay. It literally looks like a beautiful mind. Like it's like a it. sociopath just like right. threw up all over my day planner. It's <laughs> absolutely insane. You can't. I, like I actually have no idea where I'm supposed to be right now. Okay. Like I'm sure I'm missing like a bunch of things. But, but I we're, just can't read but my we're, writing. We're at a
3: super cool event right now the Yeah,
7: wherever I am, it's where I'm supposed to be. So so
3: uh, so Ryan Murphy, your buddy uh, has a. A lot of uh, huge projects coming Talk to Netflix. About
7: busy. Oh my god! So, um, nice segue. I- I
3: have you uh, <laughs> talked to him about maybe being a part of any other projects he might might do in
7: the future? No, I don't. I I think there's this perception that that's what mm-hmm. actors do, and it's yeah. not like that. <laughs> they come to us. <laughs> so you know. Of course, I answer. I come when I'm called. Don't don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a phone call I take.
3: In addition to what bedroom, any other projects we can talk about right now?
7: Oh yeah, actually, I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. I have my own a new one-woman show. I've done two previously. Okay. Um, Like. Well before American Horror Story, uh, uh, but then, of course, you know, uh, the most recent was called Carnival Knowledge. It sort of chronicles my just sort of dating misadventures in oh, wow. in, in L.A. Um, Can we talk like, about one
3: of those dating misadventures? Well, uh, well
7: so I was going to say, <laughs> it, it, it was sort of like um, Sex in the City, like okay. different coasts, like cheaper shoes. <laughs> um, but as it turns out, 10 years have passed since that, and yeah. um, I'm still single, so I've got more dating and misadventures, and um, and I've written a new show, um, but of course I've also you know American Horror Story happened in the meantime, yeah. so it's um the show is called American Horror Story. Omg! Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's you know it's kind of a love letter to okay. the show and to oh. fans and. Um, what do it, you think the
3: struggle is with dating in, in LA? Dude. What's the struggle?
7: It's hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a I mean I have a many many theories I don't think you have time I don't think there's <laughs> enough tape <laughs> but um, uh, no I don't I think in LA especially people mm-hmm. are hard to commit like there's always yeah. prettier there's always skinnier there's always more famous you know oh, wow. whereas you know what I mean like had I just stayed yeah. home and you know and all you had was your high school, like, oh, the pond's pretty small. You you right. see what there is, and you right. go with what you like best. Mm-hmm. This pond is just too big. There's too many. There's yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> Have you tried dating apps?
7: Oh. Yes, but that is not my. It's not. I'm not good at that. Well, Brad uh, Pitt really... said he's on Tinder. H- who did Brad
3: Pitt said he's on Tinder yeah. on, at the SAG Awards? Yeah.
7: Oh, I need to be on there apparently. <laughs> no, I am not on Tinder. I, I, I'm really good. One on one. Yeah, okay, I, I like human interaction. There you go. That's just me. I'm crazy. <laughs> it's, it's hard, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm really good at just like going to a bar and like making friends. Um, uh, but people don't do that anymore. They're all down here. So I'm like, oh, I guess I have to be down here if I want to talk to you. Right, right. Or, you know, even though you're right in front of me. <laughs> and of course, you were uh, nominated for an award
3: for your uh, your web series.
7: Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's talk, talk quickly about that. out, delete. Yes. And
3: can we be seeing more of that?
7: You know, I hope so. Yeah. Um, they just, you know, the, uh, I was nominated for the first season. There was yeah. a second season, okay. which is hilarious. Um, I loved it, by the way. Yeah, they well, they got some nice money, uh, you know, yeah. obviously like Planned Parenthood. and I mean, there's a yeah. million people, um, a gnarle, you know, grants well. yeah. to be gotten mm-hmm. for that kind of, you know, it's, they've got a real... Um, uh, system, yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Um, but the second season... Um, was only unfortunate for me in that it was all set in over the course of one day. Okay. And of course, my character um, is famous for uh, being aborcionado, meaning, one who has many, many abortions, um, and there's only so many abortions you can have in a day. As it turns out, kind of that's
3: so. into American Horror Story. Yeah, there's that.
7: Anyway, so yeah, I my role was diminished in second season, unfortunately, but I'm hopeful for the third. Wow. Yeah, she becomes a escort. Wow. A, like she helps people, you know, the ladies from the car to traverse the picketers.
3: Oh, those kind of escorts.
7: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh my god. (laughs) I'm glad I clarified that. I am too. No. Although that's another way to have a lot of abortions, I guess. (laughs) Not like she needs any help.
3: (laughs) Well there you go guys. Actress Extraordinaire. Naomi Grossman here at Park City, Utah, Sundance 2020. (laughs) The Instant Karma Lounge. Thanks so much for talking with us here. Click on this. Thank Thank you. Awesome. All right.